It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. All right, Bull had to use the bathroom, so we took the show off the air for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? We got a, we got one of those technical gremlins in our system again. Yeah. I don't know where they are, but they live in there somewhere. They're trolls. They knocked us off the air, so thanks for everybody for sticking with us throughout yeah. the uh, the little technical malfunction there. Yeah. Um, we're, I want to wrap up Deshaun quickly before we move to other items because there's a lot to talk about with the preseason game. But ultimately, we all agree, no excuses, this is it. This, mm-hmm. Yeah, none. And the one thing that you don't want to have as an excuse is, well, you know, he didn't really play in the preseason because that's controllable. Right, yes, 100%. Is. I mean, that's something that Kevin Stefanski and Deshaun Watson, let's face it, if Deshaun Watson went to Kevin Stefanski and said, look, I'm still not in my rhythm. Yeah. I need a total of four quarters in the preseason. Divvy them up however you want. Give me three in the last game, one in. Right. You know, I think Kevin would do that. I 100%. think that this is a collaboration between the two where they're both like, I'm good, and that scares me. If 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 you they come back and you hear uh, you know Mary Kay or some of the beat reporters in Philadelphia saying, "Listen, this offense was moving the ball up and down against the ones against the Philadelphia Eagles and his inner squad stuff." I don't care. What, would that make you feel better? It make me feel better, but I still want to see him in the but game. I don't care about that. First of all, I don't know. I mean, it's just. It'd be, better than, it'd be better than saying he threw six interceptions sure, in two days of practice but against But ultimately, Philly. when a quarterback knows he's not going to get hit, that, yeah. that's all the pressure's off. Yeah. yeah I, I, I agree. There's, you know how it is. People have this group think. When somebody says it the first time, it's just like they just keep saying it. Yeah. And they're like, now it's become this thing. Where if inter-squad scrimmages got the best out of people, they would just do inter squad scrimmages right, instead of games. True. Yeah, would, you're right. That's that's very true. Why, yeah. why don't you just run that and just get the season on? Well, yeah. no, there is one very good reason. Money. Money. <laughs> right, right. 100%. They've got no TV product and they've got no uh, 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 ticket sales. We can't sell that. We hey, can't. can I ask you all one question on Watson before we move on to DTR and the rest of the quarterbacks? Absolutely. He, he threw the ball three times. He also ran the ball three times. Only one was a designed run. It was the RPO in the red zone. The other two were scrambles. Right. In a preseason situation like that on a wet field, I understand c- competitors are competitors. They're not thinking like that. But, G. Bush, I'll start with you. What, what's kind of going through your mind as Deshaun Watson takes off in, in a preseason game? Are you comfortable with him running the ball like he did in that situation, considering and, what the stakes were? In my mind, I'm looking at, at it like this. Dang, Jedrick Wills. Good gracious, sir. The, the <laughs> welcome to Chase Young. He was back in his, in his bag against you. He, Chase Young was like, y'all going to pay me. If you didn't notice, one of the scrambles was because Jedrick Wills got hit with the backhand side of Chase Young's pass rush prowess. He split us up into two beings, Chase Young and his prowess. <laughs> and Chase Young's prowess beat him to sleep. Jedrick Wills got, I mean, he's out there doing this. He's swimming. He's oh, which way did he go? He looked like Herman the Monster, bro. Uh, this is under <laughs> Herman Monster. <laughs> yeah, same guy. Same, yeah. same, same. We, <laughs> thought, we knew who he was yeah, talking yeah, about. For you young guys, Herman the Monster. Yeah, hey, but but I, it's on tag board too. I, if you, I, I can't pull it up. Is this tag board full? It, it's tag board. It's tag board full. And I need a, 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 a graphic at the bottom and a raging bull at the top of that corner. <laughs> That's how bad he got did. Ole, it oh was bad, man. God. And I'm sitting there thinking, somebody's like, listen, 
Jed Wills, man, he's gonna get somebody hurt, bro. I I, I don't wanna I, I don't wanna seem like I'm just down on a guy, but he gets beat like this two to three times a game. And we wanna get And it only takes one to lose your quarterback. And it only takes That's one. True. And, and you know, John Deshaun actually Chase Young hit him. He hit him and Deshaun Watson was like, I know that can't be somebody hit me in my back already. It was only one second. I just snapped it. He gets out, moves around, scrambles downfield, but one of them was just because of a just terrible offensive line play. That's it. Football players play football. They don't worry about injuries. You got to right. play. Yeah, I, when you're you out there, you don't. You, you can't be thinking about watching. Oh, I better not run because it's a preseason game. I, you can't play that. By way. By the way, if you yeah. if you uh, Mikey decide that I'm not going to run, you can also you're also a target. You know, right, like if, if the pockets collapse and he decides I'm just going to take the hit, you can you can have a season end on that play. Look, we think about it. Right. As fans, yeah. when we're watching it, we're holding our breath every single time the quarterback breaks of course. pocket. Uh, you can bet they're doing the same thing in Cincinnati and Kansas City and yeah, everywhere. Yeah, of course. But you can't play the game that way. No. You have to go out there, play with a reckless abandon, and you have to assume that you're in good enough physical condition and that you're, you're going to yeah. have luck on your side and you're not going to get it. Here, here you go. You're going to see this. You're going to get this work. No, we're not going to – are not letting you out of this one. I just sent that to you. Yeah. I don't know if it's possible. I just sent it to you on Twitter. This is nasty work. Yeah, we can see it there. And by the way, that's a big part of his game. That that part of his game's got to have the rush knocked off it too. That's the, I, I think that's the you know? biggest part because yeah. without that, defenses are going to force him to sit in the pocket and beat him that way. Right, and, which he and can, and but... He, he can, but that's not... His strength is having two tools, not that's one. Right. That's and right. And whenever you make a quarterback one-dimensional, you're halfway to victory. That's right. He's so, got to be great at that also. Can we tag board that that he just sent you? Yeah, we're going to... Listen... We're going to work on getting it up. The computer's... We did take more half? I, I just super, hate, I hate technology super, right now. So let me, while we're waiting, let me, do a, let me do a fast read, and we will get that clip up at some point. But okay. if you guys haven't already, please hit that like button for us. I understand we had some technical difficulties earlier. We cannot control technology as much as we would like to, unfortunately. Sometimes the internet has other thoughts, and we're trying to put on a killer show. But we had monster numbers already, and we're going to get back to those monster numbers here in a sec. So hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and continue to support us here on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show as we approach the upcoming football season. Deshaun Watson went 3-for-3, three three, Jay, but some of the backup quarterbacks on the Browns roster, the other guys outside of Watson, looked pretty damn good too, including the rookie Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who yeah. once again showed out in front of of a packed crowd. Uh, It doesn't take Cleveland long to get quarterback mania. And I think it's safe to say they already have quarterback mania over DTR. Yeah. Which happened very quickly. Yes. Just, uh, if you're just judging on what he did in the game, I can understand why you'd be excited about that. Mm -hmm. But you have to temper that enthusiasm with who he was doing it against. Uh, He was 9 of 10, quarterback rating of 142. Mm -hmm. I mean, isn't that perfect? Right next to it? No, 158 is perfect. Okay, 158. 102 passing yards and a touchdown. I I love everything I've seen about this kid. But I don't know that I'm ready to say I feel comfortable going into the season with him as number two over Josh Dobbs, who has experience in big games. Are you guys? Um, I'll I'll preface this by saying you guys are correct. Because think about it. Last year, uh, DTR... It was Josh Dobbs. Absolutely. Josh Dobbs was the guy. Cleveland fell in love with him. Hey, maybe we should play Josh Dobbs over Jacoby Brissett. Jumping over the pile, doing his thing. He played so well that the Tennessee Titans picked him up, (laughs) played him in a game last year. Uh, Meaningful game. Meaningful. They needed that game to get into the playoffs. Um, I like what DTR is doing so far. Uh, If you're going to start 
I, I think you should do look look at it this way. I'm going to give Josh Dobbs an opportunity to start the game against Philadelphia because he's not going to play, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson. I'm going to give, give each of them opportunity. Provide some pop. One of them in the first half, the one of the second half. But I'm definitely going to have a competition for that game because to me, uh, I think he's earned it. I think he, 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 when you watch that play right there. Downhill throw. That he's ready. He's, he's, he gets to his back foot. He reads the progression and boom, ball away, right? If he's going to run the ball, He's going to take off and do what he needs to do immediately. He's not scrambling around in the backfield. He's looked crisp every time I've seen him out there. And he deserves to be in that conversation to be like, hey, I'm the backup quarterback. Now, trust me, it's kind of scary having a backup quarterback be a rookie. That's kind of, you know, usually that only happens when you take a rookie. Hell, look how many times we've had our starting yeah. quarterback be a now, rookie. Now, let me, let me make this clear. <laughs> First of all, it doesn't really matter who the backup is in any kind of long. If Deshaun Watson has any kind of season-ending injury, the season's over. Yeah. So that doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. The Browns will not go to the playoffs with Dorian Thompson-Robinson. They won't go to the playoffs with Josh Dobbs, and they won't go to the playoffs with Kellen Mond. I'll say the same thing about the Bengals. Well, I'll say the, the same thing about the Chiefs. Last year. Uh, that's the exception, not the rule. It is definitely and the, the 49ers didn't. And first of all, Brock Purdy played great. So, yeah, okay, it's possible that some of these guys I mean, played could. great. Look, coming that, out of college, Brock Purdy was not nearly nothing, nothing. as accomplished as Dorian right. But Five years as a starter, guys. Remember that. Five years but as a starter. But in this AFC? No, I agree. The, the, the Browns could go 10-7 and seven this year and still not make the playoffs. This yeah. AFC is I think there'll right. be a 10-7 miss in the AFC. Right, exactly. I hope it's so, without uh, Deshaun Watson, the chances of them winning 10 games are almost nothing. You're right. Dorian Thompson Robinson, I de- this, it's like the same thing that happened with Amani Bates here, like to some degree. What in the little tiny bit, he's thrown 20 preseason passes, 21 preseason passes. I think he's 18 of 21 in the two games, okay? In those 21 passes in the nine or eight runs that he's had, he has looked excellent. Yeah. Nothing negative to say about him. But here's the thing. None of these statistics matter. No. Quarterback rating. When a guy part, what makes you a great quarterback is that you're able to s- sustain this type of play for a game, for a season, right? If he throws ten passes, well, that's great, and the numbers are great, nine for ten. Right. But if he had to play the whole game, okay, then you got to deal with the ups sure. and downs Sample of a whole size game. Is too small. It's too small, and he's doing it against guys who are not NFL players. Well, let players. me be devil's advocate, yeah, then, yeah, okay, yeah. because that is a good argument. Most of these guys. But Josh Dobbs is playing against the same Jimmys and Joes. Agreed. And Josh and, Dobbs and, didn't play particularly well. No. And but but ultimately, what you're not you're not going to decide your backup quarterback, in my opinion, based on their statistics in right. the preseason. Yeah. You're going to decide it based on an entire body of work, both coming into this season and what you've seen in training camp, what right. you see in the classroom. We only see a small tidbit of what they're analyzing as a team. Right. Josh Dobbs was here last year. He's been in the league. He hasn't played a ton, but he's been in the league a long time. Right. I don't think there's any chance Dorian Thompson-Robinson is the backup this I year. Agree. What we've seen, love it. Do I want him on the roster as the third quarterback? 100%. Right. Is there potential that he could be the next Brock Purdy or another guy? Of course, there's always that possibility. And he's certainly worthy of keeping around 100%. Yeah. But in terms of the backup, if, I, if, if, if Deshaun Watson goes down for a series... I want to go with the guy who's played in the league. Yeah, let me um, remove any doubt for anybody. Yeah. This is what the roster looks like for the Browns at quarterback, and I'm about as sure as this as I am on any take I've given on this show. Deshaun Watson is your starter. That's that's clearly established. There's no yeah. question about that. 
Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, although he's looked great, is not your number two. That's going to be Josh Dobbs. That's right. He has experience in that position. The Browns obviously liked him enough that they brought him back. That's right. He played meaningful games last year for the Titans, and by the way, played well. It wasn't his fault they lost. Yeah. It was not his fault. He did enough by himself to win the game. I think but the team a, didn't didn't step up. It was a prime time. It was a prime time. It game. was a prime time game. Yeah. I remember watching every bit of it. I thought I was so happy for Josh Dobbs. But make no mistake about it, Kellen Mond will not be on this roster. No, no. The, the, <laughs> the, those are your three quarterbacks. Yep. And the only way DTR will see the field at all this year is if there is a significant injury. That's if it. he plays this year, it's probably a disaster for the Browns. It's not a good thing <laughs> if he plays this year for the yeah. Browns. Now, I love what they have in this kid. They're absolutely excited about him. They're 100% keeping him. And I do think that he has a future in the NFL as a quarterback. He just looks the part. He's not intimidated by anything. He's got good leadership skills. And by the way, do we have the video? Can we tag board the video of end of game Jacoby Brissett and all of the Browns coming to him as if he was the Pope? Do we have that? Because this is what I wanted to use that. As I'm looking at that video, here's what instantly came to mind. Jacoby Brissett is not a big vocal guy. He's not. And we always ask this question. Can you be a leader if you're not a rah-rah Ray Ray Lewis? Can you do it? And we've always asked that question, I think, in in conjunction with the question of Miles Garrett. Sure. Can he be a leader? Jacoby Brissett, you want to see what a leader looks like? Watch how his old teammates were breaking their backs to get to him after the game to talk to him. Yeah. They, he is beloved by his teammates. When he was with this, that's just the, the video, or I mean the, the still picture. Yeah. There's video of him dabbing up everybody on the team, and it was everything was, it was like they were seeing their old best friend from college. Right. That's what a leader looks like. And it doesn't yeah. have to, he doesn't have to be vocal. Look at the guy's absolutely coming to him like like he's some sort of magnet. Njoku having a nice laugh with him. Everybody, even Deshaun Watson. This guy was beloved by his teammates. The I, I, That's great, and I love it at all. Why any fan or media member would be assessed, obsessed with Jacoby Brissett, I have no idea. He was here for one season. I can tell you why win. the media was obsessed yeah. with him. Because he's such a likable guy. I hear they, you. They deal, remember. And, when you're de- and we don't do this. I did once upon a time. Yeah. It's not fun. When you go into a locker room every day, you realize that these guys are paid professionals. They're football players, first and foremost. They don't have to be kind during interactions. No, Nothing in not. their contract says no, they No, you have always to be. love that when the players are nice. When they're nice, it's yeah. like they make your job 60% easier. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 100%. Because it's just, you know it's going to be a human interaction where mutual respect is involved. Yeah. But it, when you go into the locker room after a game and you have to interview a Warren Sapp who's got a spit towel down between his feet and puts a big chunk of dip in 
and is spitting during the entire interview right next to your microphone. Yeah. And he knows what he's doing when he's doing that. Yeah, he's just being a douche. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's you know, you need hazard pay for that kind of nonsense. Yeah. So the media is infatuated with Jacoby because, A, he treated everyone with the utmost respect. He's just a good human being. He is, no doubt. And that's why they're obsessed and, right. with him. And he played, and I think the he fans, played well. I think the fans, for the most part, we were in a really tough spot. We were in a really tough spot. And I think it, it wasn't his fault that, you know, that they had a losing record when he was the quarterback. It was not his fault. I think the defense was more his to do with fault that than anything. If you had a better offense quarterback, you might. overachieved last year. Right, but I'm saying if you had a better quarterback, you might as well. Anyway, I just, I just always think it's kind of a loser mentality, waxing poetic over a quarterback who was here one year and didn't win. Well, well I, th- I think that just goes to show you the impact that he had on people outside of the field. Yeah. Right? For the players, I get yeah, it. That, yeah. That's a different Well, story. they, they yeah, revere yeah. him as much as right. the media yeah. and the fans. And that's a tough job to know you coming into a place where you weren't supposed to be the quarterback. You, you had a specific uh, role in mind, and all of a yeah. sudden, the 11 games comes. Now you got to switch your mentality. Now you got to become a leader. He came, became a leader. He won games that he probably shouldn't have won. He played um, well last year. It was almost he did like, play well. He played, he played really well. Like, he had an 88.9 QBR, or QBR quarterback rating. And, like Jay said, there was games where he played well enough to win games that he should have won. It wasn't his fault they lost to the Jets. So, so no. p- people look at him, and, and, and like you said, it's always something about a guy that's continued to grind and, and getting the opportunity. And even though he played well like that, He's in Washington now, trying to find a position, still fighting for a starting role again. Right, right. And He's so not, they respect that. Yeah, and Sam Howell's going to be and the I think, there. Is he going to be the starter yeah, there? Yeah, they said that. Oh, that's a mistake. That's a, come on. That, That'll be till week three. Yeah, yeah. We'll see Jacoby plenty this know. year. Jacoby's yeah. not a starter, though. I just don't He's think He's not it. a frontier starter, yeah. but if you, have a, if you have a team that has a really, really good defense and can keep you in game, and, and that's nice what the Browns lacked last year. Look, he scored points. Their offense moved the football. Yeah. He overachieved with he's, his Browns offense. He's better last than Howell. He's better than Howell. I think uh, he is too. I it mean, doesn't I, matter when you have a when you have guys like that. You're always looking to get the next best yes. guy. You're he's not, not. You can't not a win with those solution, guys. Yeah. But he can be a bridge until you draft a guy. Or yeah. Until we'll you, see what you know, they do. I, for a guy. Yeah. I don't know that all these bad teams are going to be uh, looking to get a quarterback but in the draft. Am I? Am, does any? Can anybody even remotely disagree with me when I say that the quarterback tree is already decided? Like, I don't think there's anything up for Well, I agree. Do you think Dorian I mean, Thompson-Robinson could end up as the backup? They're not going to keep Mond over D- Dorian Thompson-Robinson. No, sir. Not no, no, a no, chance. No, the only way it happens, like you say, for instance, in, a, in some far-off land, if they said we're going to play DTR and we're not playing Dobbs and the Eagles play their starters and he come out there and light them up, to like the third quarter. Yeah, I get that. That maybe. Then, yeah, then that you, might change my mind. Then you'd mind. be like, uh, okay, we got to talk I about just something because he just lit them up. Yeah, I, I, I think that's But they're not going to do that. And that, that won't happening happen. is very slim. Yeah, because the Eagles probably won't play their guys. Yeah. Until, you know, it, it's, it's something to be said. For Now, can I see him taking over that position? Yeah, like because I think that he may be better than Dobbs, just on what I saw. But they don't. they're not going to run that risk because here's the thing. I know that the little computer scientist, rocket scientist, Dobbs, can memorize all the plays. Like, he That's can right. memorize any playbooks. You're going to be able to run all your stuff. Right. You're still going to be able to run some of the stuff with the read option in his legs. 8-16, though, with a bad pick. It was a horrible pick. A really bad pick. Yeah. It was a bad one. I don't, I, I'm just not worried about it. I just... Keep the shot on the field. And yeah. you're the pragmatic. You're like, eh, never going to happen, never going to happen. Yeah. I don't need to remind everybody where Tom Brady was drafted. 
I'm not for a second sure. saying that DTR is going to be the next Tom Brady. But when Tom Brady was at this stage of his career in New England, two weeks in, if anybody would have said, he's going to, he's going to take Bledsoe's job. Right. Everybody that said that would have been run out of town on a rail. Right. But if, And you, DTR had a much, much more celebrated college you. career than Tom Brady did. But in the end, the percentage of quarterbacks drafted fifth round or later that have succeeded in the NFL is You're 100% very right. I'm not saying it's impossible. Right. I totally agree it's that I like shot. what I've seen. Yeah. But I don't want to. I don't want to rely on it. Well, I don't want. Right. I don't want to. I don't want the Browns to have to figure that out now. Yeah. yeah I don't either. Yeah, I don't we either. don't want that to if happen. If they stumble upon it, beautiful. See, then you know, you got another Bledsoe situation yeah. where all of a sudden you're saying, "Wow, we're, you know, they were paying Bledsoe over 100 million. They were committed to him, and that back then that was. I think he might have been the highest paid quarterback when Brady supplanted. I him. think he was. And everybody thought there's no way that Brady's going right. to win this job long term. That was it. And he did, just because he played, when he yeah. had the opportunity, Kel- he played really, really well. Kellen Mond could just be cut. I mean, there's... there's yeah, well, I mean, there's another guy that could be cut, too, uh, that I think everybody could agree on, Anthony Schwartz. Like, I don't know what we're doing. Before we get to that, what we're doing. before we get to that, we'll yeah. talk receivers in a sec, but right. I have a PCC read to do about our quarterback two situation Boy. here in Cleveland. And whenever we do a PCC read, it's brought to us... By, of course, the namesake, PCC Airfoils. If you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, well, PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. Last night, we put a poll out on our YouTube community tab. 1,800 votes. 1,800 we That's asked, who would you rather see be QB2 for the Browns this year? Not who will end up winning the QB2 job. Who would you rather see? Can I predict it? Sure. Uh, 83% Dorian Thompson. I'd say 70. Robinson. 70 DTR. G? Give me a percentage. 66. And for the first time ever, Bull is the closest on a YouTube guest. Well, I know our fans. 85%. Went with DTR fifteen. Went with Dobbs. Chat. The chat room is brought to you by Kool Aid. And they've consumed it all, hook, line, and sinker. Get your three flavors of Kool Aid at Speedway right now: Hawaii Orange, (laughs) Raspberry Cherry Red, and which would stain your tongue for about three three weeks. And the woman's favorite, Jungle Juice. Ironically, though, (laughs) gee, that was funny. (laughs) Ironically, real quick though. We had 1,800 people vote in that poll. We had 26 comments. Of the comments, a lot of people with the kind of right, they're not right, but the the kind of take that coincides with what Bull and you guys had said that Dobbs has the experience. So the the people who commented on the poll are in the silent minority. They were more on the Dobbs side. The voters itself... One with DTR, so yeah. thought that was Boy, interesting. Boy, that, well, that really does drive home <laughs> the mentality of of the fan base. Yeah. It, and it, and by the way, anything I, think. I don't. It's not even just Browns fans. I'm sure you get the every, almost every other team. Yeah. The fan base would would vote the same way. Yeah. But yeah. especially, I think it's more noticeable on teams that have not had success. That the fan bases are so desperate. Yeah, they'll try for anything. a sign of. Yeah. Of we got a, a special player that nobody else knew about. We got a bunch of special. You yeah. know what? I, th- this happened on the pivot. Nick, which check out is Ryan Clark um, is on there. Uh, who else is on there? Uh, Channing Crowder and uh, Fred Taylor for the oh, play for the. What is the pivot? It, it, it's a it's a players kind of podcast. Oh, okay. It was like it's a podcast. It's on. Um, 
It's kind of a spinoff of I Am Athlete. They were on there with uh, Brandon Marshall before they created their own. Okay. So they came to training camp um, last week and did an interview with Nick Chubb on camera for about an hour, wow. which was really rare because wow, Chubb doesn't do does it. Yeah. No. So he they asked him, um, was he kind of um, was was he kind of annoyed a little bit that sometimes he may not get to the type of. Uh, credit or admiration that maybe somebody like a Saquon Barkley who hasn't done as much as he has. Um, and he, Nick Chubb said something I thought was super dope. He said, well, maybe outside of Cleveland, other people get, uh, you know, a lot of love because they was telling him that they, that he, for them, he was the, the top running back in the game. Yeah. He said outside of Cleveland, other running backs might get a lot of love, but he was like, but in Cleveland, I'm the man. <laughs> he's like, he is. He's like, I actually he's don't like, think he's, he's like, underrated nationally anymore. Yeah. I think he was at one point. Every football fan I know that's not from here is like, oh, Nick Chubb's the best. Yeah, Every person he, I know. That, in the media, in this, I'll get the national media and is the, all over Nick Chubb. The national yeah. media, I'll give them credit. They, yeah. they, they, they drinking that Kool-Aid. because That's not even Kool-Aid with him. Yeah, I mean, the just, only time he's not on uh, people get this mixed up. He's never as high as some other guys on on a fantasy list. Because he's not as good a fantasy right. running back well, he because he doesn't catch, catch a lot of passes. Right. Right. And, and so and people turn that into so disrespect. Right, I know. It's not. He's always the highest drafted running back in fantasy of the non-pass catchers. And, always. And they don't hand him the ball. Like, some people, it, he's better than Derrick Henry, but some people will rate Derrick Henry higher than him because the Tennessee Titans are more committed to giving Derrick. They'll give Derrick Henry the ball if he's working. 32 times. They've they have no it. problem. They've, They've done it. A couple it. of years ago. They're the, the only stretch. team that he – Henry's the only player that gets significantly more touches. Right, than, right. So – but but he is – but I, I thought that was cool yeah. because he said, no, nah, like, here in Cleveland, the fans love me. I love – he's like, bro, I wouldn't even – I don't even look to go nowhere else. Like, he's just like, I just yeah. love it here. And he I wants like, to end his career here, and hopefully that happens. There's a lot of things going on yeah. there, but hopefully it happens. All right, uh, get to wide receivers. Should we do that now? Yeah, we had a, a trio of receivers. Anthony Schwartz continues to make things hard on himself. Dropped Didn't he have two drops? Pass. I thought he had two drops. What is this hard for himself? Why is he even – I heard G on, on the barbershop I was listening to. And G, I was listening to G, and Earl was on there, and Tyvis was on there. And then I sent, like, a 12 <laughs> – I, I sent, like, this long text to the three of them with, like, 12 bullet points <laughs> from their did. show. He did. Some on baseball, some on football, right. blah, 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 like, some thoughts on what they were discussing. Right. But uh, one of the things I uh, I didn't put on there actually was I that G made a point of saying that they had plays for Anthony Schwartz, so you think he's still in the mix? Uh, they because they keep trotting him out here. Yeah, but one of those plays went to Elijah Moore. Yeah, like that, that's that true. Was one of them. And you know what that said and to he me? He did something with it. Here's what that told me. By Anthony. Yeah, I don't even know why he's on the roster. I don't either. I have it is no the, idea. It is one of the biggest head scratchers I've ever seen. He's not. He's not. He's so. Let me give you this. If you go back and look at, go back and look at Anthony Schwartz and go back. They did a, I think a thirty for thirty or for him on him. Not even thirty for thirty. ESPN did like one of those pieces where they go behind the scenes. Right. Um. Anthony Schwartz was a track guy, right? Anthony Schwartz did not have a, a supreme pedigree. He even like sat out a year, like because he wanted to, you know, do track. He is not an honest to goodness football player. He's not. The really? Stuff, he's not. Yeah, he's not. A, he's not a football player. He's just not. We've he's, seen that with our own eyes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean it's, it's just. I, yeah. I'm sure he's a terrific young man, and I really do root for him. I, I mean, every time he drops it, I'm like, oh my god, bro, they're giving you every chance. 
Don't throw it to Stonehands. I mean, Corey, we got Corey in the studio. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, head track, head tra track coach at Rutgers. How many guys that come out for the track team, my man? He fast as hell. He's like, yeah, I'm fast. I'm about to go off for the football team. And Corey's thinking, don't do that. Corey's told. Corey's told. <laughs> don't, don't do Corey's that. told kids. It's not the same, bro. No. And you know, here's the the, the enamoration is that f football guys look at track speed and they say, hey. Give me a world-class sprinter, and I'll turn him into a football player. But look at the, the list of guys that have tried and failed that. Yeah, from this. Ronaldo Nehemiah, which goes way back. I'm, yeah. I'm dating myself. But, well, hell, even before that, who is the Dallas Cowboys, uh, the former uh, world sprinter that, uh, uh, that they turned into a wide receiver? Willie Galt was trying Willie to Willie Galt go, has um, tried it. John Ross. John yeah, Ross. Willie. They might have a little yeah. bit of success, but, you know, Marquise Goodwin is probably the most decorated track slash football guy that right. I can think of. Yeah. Does Tyreek Hill count? Tyreek Hill never ran. No, he doesn't count. No, because I don't think he was ever just a track guy. Was he core? No, he was never good. Oh, at track. he never. Okay. He never actually. Okay. So, I mean, he's fast and he's faster than your average football player. Yeah. But on the world stage and well, look at DK Metcalf. Uh, thought he was going to bust out there. He's he impressed some folks, but there's a difference between world-class speed and and super fast on a football field. Man, DK right. Metcalf looked like he had a refrigerator on his back trying to run up them. them Against yeah. the pros. Them, right. them dudes, they start just crazy. I'm like, you look way too heavy. Yeah. DK Metcalf. Well, he's so, so big <laughs> and lumbering. You yeah, know? Yeah, it's yeah. Just not, it, but he is fast. He's fast. Bo it's, bottom it's line, not, though, Anthony Schwartz is not a football fast. player. There's no reason for him to be here. No. There's no reason to keep Why, him. What is the reason that they're keeping I, him around? I... I, I Assuming it's just that the rules. nobody's really been cut at this point yet. They I mean, don't, don't most cut guys, nobody. It's 90, they can. They keep, they keep 90 people. Well, they have released a couple of guys, yeah. and then they quickly sign guys right. back on. But I just, I, I don't get it. Maybe they're hoping, they, they, it, 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 this is what it is. It's, everybody in a bit of a relationship. Well, you know you know the relationship's over. <laughs> you, you, but, but every now and then you see each other. She looks good sometimes when you go on dates. And you, you're just trying to rekindle and, and hang on to it. Hey, let's go watch the movies. No, you don't need you're to watch You're hoping there's something there. Yeah. There is no spark. You're doing it for the children. Get up out of here. Just <laughs> cut it off. Just go ahead and get ready for the child support, bro. Yeah. Like, if the kid is 16. All you got is two years of child support. Don't mess around and get another kid, and then you're going to have to get start from scratch. And then you're going to do 16 two years and then do 18 years again. No, just chalk it up. Get rid of it. Sorry. By the way, I'm, I'm going I'm to be honest. I never even heard of... <laughs> The Browns' second and third, second and third leading receivers in this game, I never heard of them. Austin Watkins? No, Watkins. We heard no, of. Watkins no, 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 he was well. first. Yeah. Oh, oh, you said second oh, and third. Second He's and third. Minutes. They got some, you know, and there's nothing more that Cleveland Brown fans love than a random white dude playing wide receiver. Well, we've you talked know that. about that before. Yeah, Every year, there's a random white. It all dude goes who plays, back to Brian Brennan. They love it. Miller Forrestal. No, he's a tight end. He's a tight end. And he's a good tight end. I, I mean, had no I had no idea who he was. Oh, yeah. No, no. Let me tell you something. So, he was oh, yeah. one of the guys that I wanted to talk about, actually. Yeah. Good, because uh, I had never heard of him before. Big pedigree. Where did he go Where to school? Where did he come from? Where did he go to school? I believe LSU, right? I, I, it's a big school. I don't think LSU. Actually, their second lead and third lead receivers are both tight ends. Zaire Mitchell Patton. Yeah. But Alabama, sorry. Not LSU. Yeah, Alabama. Al Alabama. I, Alabama. I yeah. This guy played at Alabama. He's got great pedigree. He'd be open. And uh, you know what? I mean, here's the thing. What was he, undrafted? No, this is his third team. I think he's 25, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's 6'5", 250 in his third season. 
He has one target in his NFL career. So one. he's never got a chance to but actually produce to in the NFL. Like, not just as, you know, obviously when he's catching passes, you're yeah. like, okay. But had you when, heard of him before this game? I did. I had heard of him before. Okay, I, I knew heard he of was him. an Alabama guy. Yeah. And I thought when, the, when we had him in camp, I thought, yeah. he's mm. a long shot. But we're looking for we're looking for somebody to step up and be a really solid number two tight end. Is Harrison Bryant hurt? But they no, got Harrison Bryant's kind of in trouble, I think. What, he's, yeah, but they already hasn't got looked good, and I think he is nursing an injury. Yeah, but Aikens is going to be oh, yeah, their think, second. You would think. I mean, he has that relationship with Watson. I, I yeah. assume he's going to be here. You would think, but man, I got to tell you, I mean, this. Harrison Bryant has done decent job on the field as well, a third tight end. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's up with him. Yeah. He didn't even play. He's not helping no. himself right now. No, he can't get on the field. No. So um, maybe one of these guys makes it. I mean, maybe I don't they know. They bounced around from practice squad to practice squad. But Watkins, Watkins again, though, flashed to me. I thought Watkins. Yeah. He looks like an NFL wide receiver. He catches I'm the ball. I'm not saying he's a starter, but when when you just look at him and on the eye test, I I say about the, now Anthony Schwartz has never looked like an NFL wide no, receiver. No, he's making a case to make this the guy team, no with doubt. his routes and his hands. I, I when I watch him, I say, oh yeah, I could see him being an NFL wide receiver yeah. right now. Well, now, now, Marquise Godwin's, the fact that he's probably not going to play, I assume. Yeah, I yeah. think Goodwin is done. Yeah, it, uh, Marquise Watkins. Did I say Marquise Watkins? No, no you, you said, said Godwin. Godwin. Oh, I did say Godwin. That's okay, has opened the door for a guy like Austin Watkins to make the team, and he's, and he's, he's kicked through it these first two games. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, Bell got on the, on, the, on the board yesterday. Yeah, he scored first a touchdown. Down. Yeah. So, you know, right now, but I, Watkins has looked better than Schwartz. He's looked better than Bell. Um Tillman, he was open on the route, kind of dropped the ball a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he didn't yeah, do he anything. Did. Um, but um, it looks like they like him for the reps they're giving him because he's out there with the ones. But then again, you have you haven't seen an Amari Cooper uh, sighting. Um, uh, Donovan People Jones has. He had even... some catches in on, on Friday. DPJ did, didn't he? I, I don't think, think so. DPJ, I don't remember? Did he not catch no. a ball Friday? I don't think DPJ played. No. Oh, okay, that's my mistake. I thought I thought he caught a ball Friday. But the guy who did play, Elijah Moore. Yeah, they, they look like they about to spot shadow him. They, yeah, they, they about to they about to feed him. And and him getting the ball out of the running back, yeah, or out of the backfield tells me that they believe the package of plays that they had for Schwartz. Yeah, I think they're just going to put in Moore's lap and let him carry the. Yeah, I think Tillman, Bell, and Watkins are probably receivers four, five, and six. I think that's it. Right, I do. I think that feels like it to me. Yeah, feels like it to me. Here's Elijah's run out of the backfield. And according to all reports, the injury, he did leave the game. That's right. The x-rays came not back serious. negative. Yeah, ribs, right? Uh, correct. Ribs, but not serious. Came, came back negative. His status for Thursday, unknown. It doesn't yeah, even he start won't play, Thursday. play anyway. I, I, but. I would not play him rest the rest of the, of the preseason. Yeah, I, would, yeah, I, got banged up. Up. I wouldn't either. Yeah. Um, I think he just nailed it. I think that those are receivers right. four, five, and six. Yeah. Honestly, when I was as I'm watching the game, I'm trying to think where are the positions because I was looking at maybe – a tight end, you know, that we, we could have a change at one of the tight end spots. Yeah. Guys, I think there's maybe four not or a five lot. spots yeah. that are up for grabs, that's and it. that's it. And I can't remember the last time we were halfway through Brown's camp where we were saying, yeah, there's probably only four or five jobs that are questioned. That's it. And most importantly, I'm, I don't think there's any, like, are there any starting jobs that are? I, no, no. There are, and we're going to talk about it in one sec. I'll Linebacker bring it up, maybe? But, First, before no, we do that. He's going somewhere else. It's you not, know where it's I'm going, not up Jay. for grabs, though. It's not. Yo. Well, we'll get to that in one sec. No, if you not. guys are not already a member of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, what are you waiting for for a buck ninety nine a month that gets you into the starters tier member of the membership? You get some custom emojis, loyalty perks, and much else. That is David Bell. David Bell, if he 
was not part of our squad. He is now because Steve punched him up as a member when he meant to punch up the members to your graphics. So, David Bell, welcome to the UCSS family. That gets you custom emojis and member-only community for four ninety nine a month. You can be in the Stefanski tier. That's the coaches tier. Gets you all those same starter tier perks. Plus, overtime videos, member shout-outs, and much, much more. we got some new perks rolling out for our coaches tier members once football season officially starts back up in the regular season. So, check that out. Uh, Jay, you mentioned no starting jobs are up for yeah, grabs. Yeah, you're going to say the KDR, the kicking job is up for grabs. I it's do not. beg to differ. You don't think so? It's not up for grabs. No. Did you listen to the postgame news conference? Now, yes, coaches have been known to lie. But, I mean. They're I, not going to give up. A, they're the, not. What sucks about the kicking situation, and this is just a problem. And this is. Stefanski all, was dead out. No, we're not bringing I, I anybody hear you, in. And I don't think they should I don't or will. I don't think they should either. But. I think I'll dead It's wrong. a tricky spot because. He, You're the king of knee jerk right now, Duke and knee jerk. The problem with I'll kicker guys, Bo, you go. If you have a young player at another position who's not ready to do it yet, you can keep him on the bench. You can. You, you can't, can't do that at kicker. No. And it's so important. And right now, it's hard to have much faith in Cade York. It is. No, I'll give you. I that. don't want to see the tweet. I don't want to see a single effing tweet from any of the Browns beat reporters telling me about Cade York's seventy-yard field goals in practice. I'm sick of hearing that shit. It doesn't matter. He's all, I only care about what he does in the games. And he was inconsistent as a rookie. And I pretty much ignore all preseason except for the kicker. Because the kicker, it's no different. In fact, it should be easier because you know if you miss, okay, what's he's got no pressure. Nobody's competing against him. And it, it's not like if you lose the preseason game because you miss a kick, who gives a shit? It's preseason. Yeah. But... Look at his percentage, anything under thir- over 30 yards, 30, 30 yards and above. Look at that percentage. That's terrible. That, that percentage yeah, has kicker, to be like 60 Every kicker under right? 30 has the one, a good The big one to me is the 50-plus because he's been marketed as a guy with a big leg. That's right. why you drafted him. Steve Cox, older Browns fans will remember a guy named Steve Cox. He was a punter, but he was also our long field goal guy. Mm-hmm. And he could kick the ball. He could make, you know, field goals from 65 yards, which back then was the extreme. That was, he was probably had the biggest leg of anybody in the NFL, even though it wasn't a regular kicker. But I don't care if you could kick 65-yard field goals. You've got to make 65-yard field goals. That's it. I don't care. We could sign 10 guys right now from Major League Soccer that could come in here and kick the football off a hold over 70 yards. Yeah. That's not what separates... Uh, that's not no. what makes kickers in the NFL. You've got to be accurate. And at this point in his career, he has been subpar. That's right. Well below average. Now, all of that being said, you're not going to give up on him. You're just not. You're also not going to bring in a Mason Crosby. I know there are two very, no. you know, I think Gold Robbie Crosby, Gould's probably the best. I think he is, too. Yeah. Last year, I mean, he, shit, he did miss. Yeah. He was one of the best kickers in the right. league last year. He's 40. Right. You're, what you're trying to do at this position is find not a fix or a Band-Aid. That's what anybody that they're going to bring into camp is going to be. Right. You're trying to find the next Justin Tucker. You're trying to find the guy that you're going to put out there and never worry about. And here's the thing. In addition to Tucker, right, the the Bengals kicker Evan McPherson, the Steelers kicker Chris Boswell. It's a great division. Might be the second and third best kickers in the league. And you know what? It has to be because of the conditions. That's right. And those teams, when their kicker goes out there, they're 100% confident. Doesn't mean they're yeah. always going to make it, but they're 100. Right now, as a Browns fan, you have no confidence in No, you York. know what? I would say right now, when they bring him out, you're like, yeah. you're, 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 you're going, uh oh. Yeah. He, here it's we go. It's must see TV. Yeah, because you're on the edge of your seat. Now, again, small, small sample size. He's 0 for 2 in his kicks. 
He's missed one was 45, one was over 50, I think. But you got to make them. AJ, you I'm, make your I'm with you. No, clip. But this. if we get to the middle point of the season oh, and no. he's cost them games, no, no, no. they're going to have to make no, a change. You, yeah. don't, you may not want to, if that's and you the may regret thing, it long term. Here's why they won't do it and haven't done it yet. Yeah. Last year, he wasn't the reason that they didn't make the playoffs. But if you're 6-4 and four, and you've played really well on offense and Deshaun yeah. Watson's hitting on all cylinders, your defense is great, and you've lost two kicks with uh, two games because you missed at the end, if you're the reason your team is six and four and not eight and two, yeah, you're on the you're unemployment out. line. You're out. Line. I, I yeah. tell you, I tell you want him out now? I tell people like this all the time. I give an excuse. I'm gonna give an example. <laughs> now look, we'll give you a little black history. You say, G. Bush, what the hell does this have to do with kickers? Even Harriet Tubman, when she was freeing people in the South, she would she would go back and make multiple trips, hundreds of trips, freeing people. She would tell them, listen. I'm going to, if I got a bunch of people with me, but if you think that you're going to come along on a ride and then you get us caught because you want to go back and turn back and look back because you're scared, I'll shoot you myself because I'm not going, I'm not going to jeopardize everybody in the camp for one person. And that's the way you got to look at kickers. I will refuse. You got to shoot them. Now we ain't going to shoot them. (laughs) It's like racehorses that fall on the backstretch. But I will go get me somebody in a heartbeat because here's the thing. I'm telling you right now, this guy's going to cost you a game. And it ain't even going to be the field goal route. It's going to be the most disrespectful, painful route. Extra point. The Browns have tied the game, and they need an extra point to win in dramatic fashion. Oh, my gosh, he did it again. Kate, Kate York has to be sick, and the Browns lose. If Jimmy Donovan comes up and hits us with that, He's go- we are going to be sick. Yeah. His leash is getting shorter sick. by the miss. No. Shorter Who by the miss. Who would have guessed that after he made that kick against Carolina in week one last year? It's you would never have guessed never. that a year later we'd be talking about w- will he get cut. And it's- now, I, now, I'm not asking that question because I'm here to tell you he's not getting cut. It, it, Kevin Stefanski was asked point blank about it. Are you concerned? Not at all. And he, made, he went on to say, look, he's doing what young kickers do. He's, he's trying to get better at his craft. We, we feel very comfortable with him. Are you going to bring somebody in for competition? No. Now, one of the arguments why you wouldn't do that is because well, you don't want to damage his psyche. For me, that's the reason to do that. Yeah, I sure. I Put want my, ki- I want my kicker under com- constant pressure. He needs to feel pressure. At the end of every game, he should have a sit-down with Kevin Stefanski where Kevin tells him, you're good for another six days. <laughs> that's it. I want my kicker living yeah, under pressure. That's right. And I don't like that there's not another kicker in camp. Yeah, I don't know why they did but that. But Kevin was asked point blank, are you going to bring someone in? And he yeah. was unequivocally, no. That's going to be a very hard sell to the rest of those people in that locker room. That's right. Because they're going to say, we have a championship caliber team. And we lost the game today because somebody did not do his job. The only guy in camp without competition. Right. There it is. And the rest of them are playing real football. And this guy is, he's you kicking. know, he's missing I, custom I, games. I, I would be for them bringing in a kicker. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I'd bring in. I think Crosby and Gold, they're going to kick. There's no yeah. doubt about it. They're going to kick for good teams. They just don't want to go through camp. They're sitting back. They're wait, wait. They're just, yeah. they're going to end up on rosters. And I don't think it will be Cleveland. The problem with what happens once you get to week eight, there's 32 jobs on the planet. When Cade York loses his, now your drawing pool 
is guys that it's weren't tricky. in the top 32. So, I don't. If he doesn't kick well, he's not making it to week eight. So I don't it, think. Let me let me throw this scenario out. It with, depends on what the t- what's going on. With you this, you, you threw the, the t- you threw the Tucker scenario out really quickly. If if you knew that this year, Kate York would cost you two games and the ability to to get to the playoffs, but in if you kept him four years from now, he would be Justin Tucker. Would you do it? Keep him. So you would you would, you, would you would say. I'm going to take now knowing that we could have made the playoffs and I'm going to keep him. We, when we cut, was it Carlson that we cut, drafted, cut, Minnesota signed him. He's Pro Bowl. No, Carson. it's, um, they no, cut Carson Zay was cut Gonzalez. by the Vikings. Now he's with the they Raiders. Cut so that was Cyber. Okay. Okay. I, I should know it. Cause Cyber, well, we've got three kickers, three former Browns kickers. Well, Zane Gonzalez. Zane Cyber. Gonzalez. No, but the guy on Minnesota, I should know it. Cause he's Jewish and he's only one of like 10 Jewish players in the NFL. Is Daniels. Greg Daniels. Greg Joseph. Greg Joseph. Joseph. That's, Joseph. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. him. And he was really good last year. And and we we let him go. Right. We let okay, him go. Okay, wait. Can I say one thing on the kicking competition? Yeah. And this, I don't even know where I lie on this. I would like them to bring in someone. I, I'm with and you I, on that. I and I too. get Stefanski trying to embolden Cade York as much as possible. Give sure. him as much confidence because kicking, it's like baseball. If you hit the yips, it's hard to get it back. And you right now, Cade York has the yips. Yep. The fact that they won't bring in a second kicker, at least haven't yet, Shows you that they're scared that if there's a competitive state here, and maybe I'm looking too much into it, that'll rattle Cade York's confidence even more. No, if 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 you if you're of that mindset, cut them. Well, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's, that's kind. I of, don't think that's. The I don't think that's where they are. Towards that I, side, I'm not do, sure. I right, think there's no competition because way. he's their guy, and yes, that's it. I agree with that. And I think Andrew you, Barry and Kevin Stefanski have talked about this. They're convinced. Now, look, they have a lot of data points that we do not have, and that's practice. Very true. And, and by and the I'm way, told, I'm told yeah. in practice. He's splitting the uprights I one know, after another after another. Who now, cares about I'll that? I'll tell you yeah, why yeah. that is important. If if he can't do it like that, he'll never do it like well, that's that true. in games. Fair. But so you need, like, and you said you don't care if he can kick at 70 yards. That is a commodity. That's a tool that other NFL teams don't have. But it's useless have. if he can't it's make it. It's useless if he can't make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what they're doing is, like all players, if, if defensive ends at 22 were judged on what they are at 22 – we might never have seen some of the all-time great defensive sure. ends in the game. Bottom right. line, they've on the, got a marinade. Yeah. They've got it. You've got to go through a maturation process, and that's what he's doing. And bottom line, on the kicker, you don't need to have a competition necessarily. They wouldn't. It's not like they need to be in training camp, right? Yeah, you're right. Robbie Gould could come in here and kick tomorrow. I mean, <laughs> this Rodrigo Blankenship, he was drafted too. He was really good in college. Would, like would, any of these guys could come in tomorrow and just be the kicker. Would, would they you? could. If you were, if if he was miss, say for instance, the Browns get to the Super Bowl, right? Kate York is is hit or miss all year. He's only hitting. He's making about. They're 70. not getting to the Super Bowl. Kate York's not playing. He's making seventy. Good, he's making seventy-two percent of his kicks. Right. It could happen, but it's probably would, not going. To. Would you? Would you get a veteran kicker? No. For one game. Heck shit. No, yeah, no. Just so if it's if listen, if I'm sitting there and it's a tie ball game and, and Kate York is, I'll, I'll trot the veteran out there. I swear I would. I would be like, no, no, he has a sample <laughs> size. I would keep two kickers. I'm not lying. I would have listen. If, if it was between Kate York and Robbie Gold or or some one of those other guys, Ryan Sutton, Mason Crosby, or, Rodrigo any of the Cundiffs, give me no, one of the Zerline's got a job. Zerline's Giants kicker, isn't he? Yes, and Zerline. 
No, he's no, the Jets. Gra- and, Graham Gano's the yeah. Giants kicker. And, well, no, Zerline's for the Jets, Jets and he hit right. like two fifty-plus yarders against the Browns. So yeah. Yeah. I, it looks like he's ready to go right I, now. I, I'd take me a veteran into the game, and I would let him know. Let, let, let's worry about that if we have to. Yeah, but if, you can play that. You just say, okay, well, what if what if what if I got uh, uh, you could do it at quarterback. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady's on the sideline. You can sign him for one well, did, game. Did you guys hear I the report? Are you going with Deshaun Watson Jay, or are you did going you hear the report about Philip Rivers? This you, Mike, but did you, what is he throwing? No, no, no. But they said if the 49ers had beat the Eagles, yeah, Philip Rivers would have. They were going to call Philip Rivers. He would have started for them in the Super Bowl. Yeah. That would have been the most. The, they didn't have a quarterback. Can't See? turn your eyes away from it ever. They should have signed him before the Eagles. I came. would have done that too. <laughs> well, they got two quarterbacks. Who would think he gave two quarterbacks? No, I know. But, I, they should have gone after Drew Brees. Forget Phillip Rivers. I would have taken Drew Brees. I'd take either one of those. Either yeah, one. I'd take either I, one. I, I signed both of them. Uh, real quick, we got a super chat, then I got one more question for you guys to move on. All Kenneth right. Yablonski says, Bjorkes as a holder with other kickers has not been good. We broke that down last year. Go nah, check out the segment overstated. we did with Jay Feely yeah. about that. That was really good. Yeah. I asked you guys this before. I'm just curious, Jay and Bull specifically. When a kicker has the yips or when you have a closer that is not a, not top tier? Yeah, I got a strong thought on this, but I want to yeah, hear wh- which first. moment gives you a bigger pit in your stomach as a diehard fan? When a kicker's coming out for a game-winning field goal who you don't trust or when you have a one-run lead against a good offense you're sending out uh, just a guy I, I closer? I mean, to me, not trusting your closer is worse. However, the only thing I'll say about that is these teams now, there's so many good relief pitchers that if the closer ends up failing, like, I'll just find another guy in my pen that can do it. Yeah. With kicker, you don't have yeah. that. And t- this is why kicker is by far worse. If a kicker misses a kick at the end of the game and they lose, right. that is one sixteenth right, right, of right, their yeah. schedule. Yeah. The the closer would have to blow ten games. Right. Which for which it class to be, a has. Which class <laughs> a has for it to be as impactful. Yeah. So for me, the kicker is far more important. Way yeah. more important. I, I, I just I, on a team, it's so devastating when the closer blows a game. It is, but it's one of one sixty two. You're right. That's you fair. Know? That's fair. By the way, Classe Blue Oh, Saturday he was I mean, are you kidding me, Saturday's loss? Saturday's loss was Amongst the worst, because while they were <laughs> blowing a lead, yeah, uh, I think the Twins lost thirteen to two. That might have been on Friday, but yeah. they also lost in their last at bat Friday, Friday and Saturday. Walk off losses. Saturday. You know they did win yesterday, you know but the Twins did too. You guys are still watching. You're torturing yeah. yourself. I'm go- I go back and forth. A little bit. <laughs> let me let me, let me <laughs> say this. Yeah. I'm not watching, but, but Corey and I were golfing yesterday. Right. Yeah. I had it on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like to watch when. When Williams and Bybee especially, I like to yeah, watch them pitch. They're incredible. They're both of the – we're not going to talk for the Guardians for more than two seconds here, but the only thing that gives me any optimism for, like, next year is that the idea of Williams and Bybee, As like, now with a year under their belts. Bybee's going to be the American League Rookie of the Year. I, I, I told you to bring him up. Uh, Bybee is the truth. I don't know. It's, <laughs> Let's go. No, He's, he has the fifth highest can. odds for Rookie of the Year. Who's, who's going to beat him? I'll pull him up. Hold on one sec. He's nasty. And then we will get back to our they regular They both have ERAs under three. That's and his, stu- I'm just, his stuff? Nasty. Both of them are nasty. I mean, they're just, it's incredible that Cleveland's doing this with two two pitchers. And not just him. Uh, Curry guys. has been oh, Gu- fantastic. Gunnar Henderson of Logan Baltimore. Allen? Wait, yeah. He, is the heavy, heavy favorite. Yeah, but what's his, what, what, give me some of his numbers. How many home runs has he hit? Tatter Bybee's the fifth choice right now. Behind Gunnar Henderson, wow. uh, Masasaka, Yoshida in Boston, Tristan Cassis 
and Josh Young from Texas. Gunnar Henderson's had a good year, hasn't he? He has 19 home runs, yeah, 52 th- RBIs. Oh, I thought he was like around 13 or oh, 14 what's his, what's his OPS? Uh, 776. Okay. Oh, that's not very good. No. That's just I'm above telling average. You, I, don't think, I don't think it's a done deal. It's like, not over if yet. If Bybee goes 13-2. and two, I don't think guys look at the record anymore. Well, no, I it, do. But it's, it's, it's a stat. It's, it's how we measure whether or not you, your team is winning when you're pitching. Right, I know that there, you could be 13-2. Like, Gavin and like Williams. Cal, Cal was last year had a good right. – but but he wasn't that good. I of a just pitcher. think the other numbers are what more impressive. Sure, he's got I like want, a two eighty ERA. Look at his case per nine. His case, look at his ERA. Look at his whip. Yeah. Everything's in place. He's been he and Williams have been the two best rookie pitchers in the American League by far. Yeah, they've been, and he's even Allen's been good. He's not as good as those. Yeah, guys, we we got We got to get off the guard. We got to get back to base uh, football. Yeah, we'll before back. we do that, and we'll get to Jim Schwartz in one second. I just want to remind everybody one more time that if you head to fanatics.com slash ucss, you can get some elite. Cleveland Brown swag and help us out on the back end. We get 3% of all sales that go to the Fanatic site. So if you're going to buy Brown's gear for yourself, for friends, for family, for any presents, whatever you need, use that link. It's in hey, the chat. I, I, not to interrupt, but I'm going to interrupt because I'll forget this thought. Can we give away memberships to people that purchase Fanatics with our UCSS as, as an incentive? Potentially, let me ask the people the reason, who deal with that. Let, yeah, let me let me ask. I, can't, okay. I don't want to say yes or no, but we will uh, we will inquire. The reason be a great I ask idea. that is good because idea. otherwise, there's really no incentive for the Cleveland Brown sports fan to buy that gear because um, it's the same price. I mean, yeah, they they know that three percent of the sales goes to us, but if they if we can give them something out of it, like a free a membership, point. I will I will look into that. Okay, I do not know yeah, the answer, but I will sense. look into that. Uh, let's get back to it. Jim Schwartz' first impression of his defensive guys playing. With the starters, obviously they played the first game without most of these starters. I got, I got nothing. The starters didn't even play a full series. No, but I, I, I want to hear from G on this because he has studied the hell out of you love it. Jim Schwartz's career, philosophy, background, and you're our defensive guru. So what did you make of it? Break out the Kool-Aid, by the way. <laughs> Let me hold on. Kool-Aid break in the chat. <laughs> cheers. Hey, cheers. Kool-Aid. Hey, hey, Kool-Aid, man. Hey, I'm going to tell you this. Gee, I feel like you need to like bust through a door right now. Like that brick, like yeah, a, yeah. a brick logo, that yeah. brick right there behind wow. you. Be perfect. Yeah. No, man, I, you know, I'm, you still, I'm still trying to get that workman's comp. Yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but but here's the thing. I told McNuggets, McNuggets was listening to me on a barbershop. I said this on a barbershop. One of the biggest things I hate in my life is I hate when you go to somebody's cookout, right? And they tell you, gee, Bush, man, I got something ready for you. I'm like, okay, what we eating? Man, I got the dogs, the brats, the hot dogs, all that. The steaks is on there. But I got these chicken breasts. I'm going to tell you what I, I can't tell you what I do. But I marinated it 62 hours. I infused it with some lime juice and a, and a braised skillet. And on top of that, I buried it in my backyard under some leaves, put it underneath there, <laughs> dug it back up. And then I left it out on the countertop and put foil on it. Then after I put the foil on it, I threw it back in the refrigerator. Now it's on the grill, and now it's going to be ready. I said, when we eating? We eating at 6 o'clock. You told me to come at 2, and you done marinated this chicken for 48 hours. What's going on with that? It don't take all that time to be marinating chicken. Y'all think y'all be doing, your chicken was still dry. You marinated it for six. It was dry as hell, and it was brittle. It was it was terrible, and I had to act like I was, it was good because you let me borrow fifty bucks last week. So I got to act like the chicken was good. I say that to say this: people say, "G. Bush, what is the story got to do with with with, with, with the doggone situation with Schwartz?" You see, sometimes He's making us wait. Sometimes, sometimes you don't need no marinade. 
You don't need a long sample size to tell if something's good or not. Some people just put the chicken right on the grill and be done in 15 minutes and you eat it and be like, damn, that was good. I didn't even have to marinate nothing. <laughs> See, Jim Schwartz's defense don't need 72 hours and 45 games in the preseason to see if it's good or not. I saw what it was what it was in one or two series. Look at the look at the wreckage they caused. You got a safety. You got the guy Maurice Hurst had a half a sack sack. You JOK came shooting out the backfield tackling somebody. We ain't seen that play never. Hey, Obo, the number 18 guy on our name 19. 19 on our famous. He, he heard I you, wonder boy. what Bull's reaction he was heard on that play. <laughs> First play, why we break that down for us? I'll tell you, man. You make a sack in the preseason against the great Woo. Sam Howell, Woo. I got to move you up that list. I tell Number you, 17. I, te- I tell you what. I Earl, saw Earl just moving up to 12. Well, I did think of you right away. There it is. Look at Spot shadowing. He's all about. Oh, who's defending him? Who's spot shadowing? Let, let me see. A ghost? Yeah. Listen, tag board froze. Oh. oh, Tagboard sucks. Tagboard always Tagboard I hate Tagboard. Tagboard but does I, suck, bro. But I, will, I, hate I will say this. The thing I like the most is I know that Jim Schwartz is, is the head coach of the defense because when when uh, when, when uh, Stefanski took the uh, offensive guys out, Jim Schwartz was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Y'all ain't did nothing. Wait, but the starters were out on that first drive. Some of them were. Hey, some. Some. Yeah. But he said, come and get your but ass. But he left some of them hey, out there. Get your ass back out here. We yep. didn't see enough from you. And by the way, did you that? see what his reaction when they gave up the touchdown? Oh, it was hot. He hot. Every other word was F. Hot. Good. And it wasn't funny. They needed on this he team. He was going was, around checking I loved people. It. I he loved was it. like, hey, hey, who's that guy back here with one of them hats on? Yeah. Take that damn hat off, too. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't a quarterback or a kicker. Hey, what's up, Miles? Well, Keep your hat on. Stefanski yeah. with Whispers, you know, Joe Woods whispered, we need, you need the other coach to be a badass. I loved it. And that's what he is. McNuggets, the defense, I thought the starters were a little, we saw of them looked, looked absolutely good. You know, I, I, aside from the individual personnel, I was looking more at scheme and approach and philosophy. Yeah. And I I know I'm not going to, you know, drink Kool-Aid on this, but. I will say it was decidedly more aggressive than anything I saw under Joe ever. Woods. Yeah. Ever. And now, you're and playing against a non-quarterback. Yeah, right. I but, get that. I get but that. It, but love the me, aggressiveness. To me, it's a nice appetizer yeah. for what I think we're going to get once the regular season comes, which is going to be aggression. We're, gonna, we're not just going to come with four. We're going to have fresh legs on the field at all times. Right. I want to ask you guys something completely off topic. Sorry, McNuggets, but... Corey and I, we fell on this conversation yesterday on the golf course. Yeah. It is widely regarded in the NFL that you have five offensive linemen, and that's it. Right. But as we have seen rotational defensive fronts become the thing and combinations and third and seven, we're going to put this package in. Why is it we don't do that with the offensive line? Why don't we rotate those guys in to keep their legs fresh? I think we should too. To some degree – Right, and it's, it's I know so, the chemistry thing is big with the offensive sure. line, but like that's a big part of it. But is isn't that so, isn't the chemistry on the defensive line important too? It, 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 if I was, I think situational defense takes precedent over uh, chemistry. Yeah, I do. but I, I I don't know why on third and seventeen. I know you bring in a tight end. That's a good idea. Or but something. But I think we're going to see the game change moving well, forward because all defensive coordinators now are saying, "Hey, four is good." Eight is better. Right. And they're fresh. I will say. And the say, offensive lineman by the fourth quarter, 
he's played 70 snaps right. while the defensive line has played 35. Yeah, well, a guy like Miles Garrett's obviously playing a lot more. No, I know. But still, I, but uh, there saying. are guys who are fresh. And, and guess what? There will be some offensive linemen that you will not take off the field. That's right. And but, uh, one thing I'll say is part of the reason they don't – I mean, the defensive linemen are running more, right? Sure. The offensive linemen are trying to stop them. The defensive But – if you look, now that we have so much information and the teams have so much information about this guy versus the run. Run block, Yeah, pass well, block. if you have a, a guard. Who's a run block specialist. Right. Why, why is he, he in there But he's not good against the pass. Why is he in there in third and seventh? So then, you know. Get his ass out. Now, somebody the problem there. is, if you're switching them all the time, the defense is going to know what you're going to do. Perhaps, but they're yeah. going to know what you're going to do on third and 17 anyhow. True. There's no mystery to that. Right. That's fair. If I, got, if I got DeWan Jones, he is my short yardage well, tackle. That's he's the guy that precipitated the conversation. He's and we have a full fashion. segment, by the way, on Dewan and Luke Whipler tomorrow and oh, the good. offensive line depth. We had to we yeah. had to save one thing from the game okay. first. The Browns so seem to have decent offensive there. line depth, which they need because they have a lot of injury prone offensive line. I know they do. And they but we do have good depth. But yeah. I, I think that you know what? If the defense If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is shuttling their guys in and out and keeping everybody fresh. I don't know why we haven't seen anyone do that yet with the offensive line, but I think it's coming. And, and here's what's going to happen. Get ready for this. They See, they tried to hide this from me. I've been looking at you. I understand. I found some stuff on the internet. They're going to put, they're going to put, when when the season comes, get ready for these tackles uh, in, in one six single back, two tight ends, shotgun plays. They're going to have two of those, tack- those tight ends be tackles. DeWan Jones is going to come in as a tight, tight end, end right. and he's going to cave the whole entire front side back. You Look know, at that, the advantage that you get with that. Yeah, sure. And, and you're going to have Chubb running the ball, and on the backside, you still can keep another tackle on the backside and run read option. And guess what? On the backside, it's going to run just like a power play. I could give it to Chubb or Deshaun Watson can keep it on the goal line. It's devastating. You don't even need tight ends down there. You don't need them. That's true. We hey, should- two. Th- Two things real quick on the defensive line, Jawan Jones. I bet you Jones catches a touchdown pass this year. You think? I do think he catches a touchdown pass. I would love that. He played basketball. Get ready ready for the jump pass right now. I'm telling you, week, listen, week three. What should his celebration be? It's going to be Nick Chubb throwing the touchdown to him, by the way. No. Nick Chubb, wow. half direct snap to the halfback. Damn, that, yeah, that's Jump past And it's going to come on yeah. third and 11 yeah. in week oh, four with 217 oh, to go in the third quarter. I would like to see From him their own red the zone. Jones is running 80 yards <laughs> untouched no down. The, with so. Baker Mayfield calling the game for CBS. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. But in all seriousness, this is a, this is a real question. I, I, do, I, I am serious about Jones catch touchdown, but this is yeah, back to the I defense think it's real quick. Very likely. How long has Tommy Togi been a member of the Browns? Three is this Three his years? third year? Yeah. Yeah, third year. Were you guys aware? Because I learned on Friday night. He wears jersey number 69. Lunch. I don't think I don't think Pause. I remember ever watching him make a single play before the Saturday night. Tommy Togi don't wear 69. 
Yes, he does. He wore 93, don't he? Maybe they switched. He might have changed it before this year, which is why you don't remember him ever making a play. You can take, play. take it full here, Steve. We got it. He's wearing 69 in the game. Maybe that's why it confused me. Yeah. But I, I looked at it. I was like, who the, yeah, who the hell is 69? It was Togiai. And I was like, well, that's the first time. No, that guy you didn't wear that last year. Football. I don't think that no, was his number last year. No, that's Jeremiah Martin. Tommy Togi. That's Jeremiah Martin. That's Jeremiah Martin. That ain't Tommy Togi. Tommy Togi is right there. 93. That's a terrible job. Yeah, oh, you know what? That's where I got confused. Plus, look how tall he is. Togi isn't that tall. Well, hey, do, do you know what is another indictment of that? That I wasn't sure what number he was, regardless of the fact. Well, that that, that I can understand. How did you think Jerome Martin was Togi? He's black. Togi not black. They were both in on the sack. Now you know. Now you know what it feel like when you get pulled over being black. I don't even think that description. <laughs> you have a short up my Italian bad. man. That's, that's hand up my Pull bad. Pull him over. My bad. My bad. What? I good. didn't know he was number 93 either, if that makes it feel any better. 69, 93, I had no idea Listen, what number he was. Listen, it's easy to not know what number the guy is. He has, you know, he, I had he no has not made plays. He's on correct. the side of a milk carton. Yeah. I, I just, I didn't know when he did it. I was like, I didn't know he was 69. You know what, though? I, I, I but I was wrong. Wait. I can't I wait wrong. to see who emerges. There are going to be guys on this defense that have been Joe Schmo that will emerge as players under Jim Schwartz. Mike Ford. It's gonna happen. Jordan Kanasik. Who knows? Can we talk? Can we talk? I probably about, mispronounced. We gotta talk name, linebackers, but first we're, we're, you gotta we're go going there. Yep. I got one more read, and then we're done with reads for today, guys. We have crushed Good. the reads today. Good job. Shout on the out reads. to us. If you are not already a member, actually we did members. You know what we didn't do yet? On Wednesday, the next edition of Behind the Glass. Last week's episode, fourteen thousand views. Wow. Fourteen thousand views. Now it helped that we had Shelby Harris breaking news five minutes before we launched. That helped. <laughs> But if play. we don't do 14,001 views, me, myself, fumble. Earl, you we will fumble. be upset. Unlike your Tommy Togiai thing, you didn't fumble. I did not fumble that. Yeah. Togiai no, we crushed six. it. It has been a lot of fun. Earl, myself, Anthony, get on. We will preview Thursday's game. I know a lot of the starters won't play, but we'll still give you a full preview. That will be Wednesday night behind the glass. Check it out. And with that, linebackers. Another one's hurt, guys. Lord. Another one hurt. I mean, he, he wasn't any good. Still, it's the body, and he's hurt. He's done. I'm not worried about it. To me, it was a nothing move. Uh, I I am – you guys know that I have been a vocal critic of how the Browns have devalued linebacker. I I think that – I understand that teams are doing that across the league. I think the Browns have devalued them to the point where they're basically just saying, you know, we we can put anybody there. doesn't matter who it is. We're just going to plug someone in at linebacker. Uh, and I they mean, might be right under Jim Schwartz. They, they, they might be right. They've drafted a lot of guys in the third, fourth round at the position. They just haven't yeah, they, they, you, you know as well as I do, though. They, of all the positions on yeah. this football team, that's the one that they've deprived. But I just think the that's the case across the league. It really. is. I mean, it's a trend yeah. across the league. But I think we have devalued it more than other teams to the point where it could be a detriment. Last year, it was defensive tackle and wide receivers. Remember, we sat here for four weeks in the preseason. Yeah. And we kept saying, guys, where is the depth at D-tackle? At D- where is the depth at wide receiver? We are thin at these positions. This yeah. year, I'm saying that this year it's linebacker. We, we, you've got to have an impact guy there somewhere, and I don't know who he is. And it wasn't Phillips, you're right. Yeah, I mean, He was I, depth. He was to, depth. Yeah. But I still, to me, the I'm Phillips still, injury is, is meaningless for the season. Is that your biggest area of concern it. for this football oh, team? Yeah, without a doubt. I, mean, okay. I, yeah. I, I think, I think it's a, it's, it hurts because it's another guy who has experience, we're, we're back talking about bringing guys off the street. Like, the guy knows, the guy has experience. He's He, he has some athletic ability. Um, 
but you look at this this linebacker core. One of the reasons I'm, I'm think this injury plays a role is because you still have guys coming back from injury. You know, you don't know when Taki Taki is going to be back. You, Anthony Walker is playing, but he you don't know what type of, of, of wear and tear you have on these yeah. guys. Like he may come back and he may have to take week, days off of practice because he can't practice every single day. So down that gets you down to JOK, who's also small, who's also injury prone, has been injured yeah. for years. Now it's like, okay, I. But they're not going to use that many linebackers anyway. What, like what, last week, you guys were panicking about the D line. Then they signed Shelby Harris, and then we're saying that. I was not saying. Wait, 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 Earl and G were. But they signed why? Shelby Harris, and now they're the best wait, defensive line in the NFL. Because, because here's the thing. Because yeah. they did sign. Him, if they did, if they wasn't gonna sign nobody, I would have still been mad. But they went out and signed a guy but that can make them better. Listen, you know this better than anybody. In football, guys get hurt all the time. Yeah. There's yes. always injuries. When you lose random dudes, it's a minor know, but, factor. Well, look at the track record now. Yeah, for injury at that position. I hear you, but last again, year we had four I, linebackers. Whoever they bring the year I, I, on injured agreed, reserve, agreed. But whoever they bring in is going to be just as good, hey, if hey, not hey, better. Hey, it's just a, doesn't hey, matter. I, here's here's the thing. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't buy that. Here's the thing. I don't either. Here's the thing that I I, I hear where people say this. They've diminished the, the role around the league. I play ball. I don't diminish the fact that somebody needs to get the ball carry on the ground. Like if you we feel like you want to run around and play seven on a seven and tap football, that's fine. But that's not the reality of the game. These linebackers are pivotal to getting ball carriers on the ground. How many years have we have we heard the Cleveland Browns when they talk about tackling? They're terrible tackling teams. It's a difference between getting somebody on the ground after five yards and letting them score a touchdown. The reality yeah. of it is these guys that are coming off the street are not better than drafted players who've been in this system for four years. But, uh, That's but not Shelby true. Harris was. But, but he wasn't undrafted. He played well last year. He's, but a, we're cap, such, he's a cap casualty. I, I know that, but they might do the same thing at linebacker. Where, where's these was linebackers? Jordan Phillips going to play that much? Phillips, yeah, Phillips was Jake, Jake well, Phillips. Well, he's always play. hurt every year. Who, I mean, how much does he play? You, you got to understand something. But injuries what? like that happen all the time. But yes, they do. It's just part of the so, game. So if you don't, to this team, if, if you don't fill those positions, yeah. you will get beat. I get it. But it's not like much has changed between yesterday and today. Uh, they were already bad at linebacker. Now they've lost it. The so, guy's just a guy. So, so here's the thing. So you believe that you could be worse, but there's no worse that you can get. I believe whoever they pick up and replace Jordan Phillips, it's going to be a non-factor one guy or the other. You, you believe, you believe guys. You see, that's the mentality that the Browns have too. Now, listen, and, and last year against the Falcons, when we couldn't find anybody to tackle anyone, that, 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 but wait, wait, if I, it came I, your Achilles heel. I, I just, I just watched. But why him. were you not worked up about it two days ago? As what I, I have been, I've been saying all along. But why are we ignoring every linebacker? position? But in they, I wanted us to draft a linebacker. They've gotten worse. But they the have position. drafted linebackers. They've just drafted good ones that aren't any good. We didn't draft one last year. Wow. And our linebackers last year, all okay. of them ended the season hurt. Let me, let me give you an example. Yeah. Maybe this makes sense. Yeah. You drive on the highway, you got four tires, right? One, three of the tires was really good, but you got one with a little tread on the top. You're looking front. at a blowout. You're looking at a blowout. Now, you get a blowout, right? You still got a spare. Once you use that spare in that donut, right? You can only go 45. Thank you. You oh, minimize. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. You minimize. And what do they say? When you get home, what are you going to do? You got to get that good tire back on there. Thank you. But, but Jacob <laughs> Jones wasn't a good tire. He, he, he's a better tire than a spare tire. That's a good analogy. I, I like don't that. I think so. 
I think it's a really good analogy. What if it Listen. If the spare tire was better than Phillips, he would have been, been here already. Been you can really? He would have been here already. Shelby Harris is better than who they replaced. He wasn't here. You know, the Shelby Harris move strikes yeah. me as a move that they knew was coming six weeks ago. But nonetheless, the, the, the Shelby we, were, we didn't know that. The Shelby, no, Harris, the Shelby Harris move, I can give you another analogy. He's an expensive spare tire. Sometimes he, he costs five, six million dollars. Sometimes you don't got enough money. You just need to go get you a, a, a tire to paycheck. Yeah, now. yeah. Let me Do get you a forty dollars. Schwartz is worried about this move. About this zero. Of course zero he is. No, come on. Now. Look at uh, Bull, zero of all uh, of the defense as you're looking at it globally. Your concern, my concern, yeah. Bush, G. Bush's concern, everybody's concern is the I middle know that, of the but defense. it hasn't changed because this one guy gets hurt. No. It's no different. It, what it does they is can't. it shines a light on their philosophy that I, this is I an unimportant I completely position. disagree uh, with that. Well, okay. I know I mean, you they have drafted linebackers year after year. They didn't last year. So, okay, you can't do it. You can't draft I, every position I'm, every I'm, year. I'll give you another example. They drafted J.O.K. High. They drafted... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Taki Taki. Well, the guy from Alabama they drafted high. That's with the Patriots now. Yeah, they drafted them high, but they got they got them wrong. It's not that they don't care about the position. Right. Well, just because you got it wrong doesn't mean you don't go back to the well. You got to try you it again. You can't draft a linebacker every year. So, so let me. You should have drafted one last year when four of your but starters last year you ended up on you the. Can't replace at fix every spot so every let me year. Ask you this I get question. that. Let me get you to this yeah. one. So one of the positions that's that's marginalized that don't count is linebacker. Let's go to the opposite end of the spectrum. On the offensive side, we know running backs have been marginalized. If one person don't make no difference, if Nick Chubb go out here and get hurt, are you going to say we cool? No. We straight. There, there we don't need to get nobody. We don't need nobody at You're running back. comparing Jacob Phillips to Nick Chubb? I, 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 we talk about the position. Yeah. Jacob Phillips plays linebacker. Yeah. His position is, is, is minimized. Running backs are all over the marketplace. Good running backs. Yeah. Star running backs. That position has been minimalized. Yeah. If we are looking at it from a holistic approach, if that position really doesn't count and you don't need Who, to go get saying people, it doesn't count. I'm not saying linebacker doesn't count. I'm, I'm saying Jacob Phillips is just the guy. That's all I'm saying. So, so okay, if Nick Chubb at that position at a, yeah. a, a, a running back, because you could get a running back anywhere, we've been told you could get a running back off the trash heap. You get a running back in the sixth round. You could get free agents. If that doesn't matter, yeah. then if Nick Chubb got hurt, we don't need to make anything. We got Jerome Ford and, and the guys behind him and Kelly. Now. No. Who said that? We're in big trouble. If We're in trouble. Hurt. I don't think I, I think I, I, I think the only time you're really in trouble is if your quarterback gets hurt. So anything else can be survived. So, no, no. But I would. But if Nick Chubb got hurt, yes, it would be a negative. A, a, a That's negative. huge. Not if you signed Dalvin Cook. Wouldn't be that big a deal. It wouldn't be. But because, but now you're saying there's levels to this thing. Yeah, that's all I'm Nick saying. Nick Chubb's good. That's and the Jacob levels. Phillips is not. That's, that's, what it's le- that's levels, right? We got levels to it. Jacob Phillips is not. A, he's the, a nothing. A, he's not a starting linebacker, but he's better than guys walking off the street. Is he? Well, does it? Does it? <laughs> I don't know that he is. All that the track record of our linebackers yeah. staying healthy. Are you concerned at all about that? Of course it does, but it hasn't. Why am I going to get worked up about it now if I wasn't worked up about it last week? We knew. Maybe the, we should have been worked up about it at the end of last year. We knew that the linebackers weren't very good. They decided to go with basically the same guys again and hope that they can stay healthy this they year. Did. And now it they're may not work, healthy. It may not, but it's one guy. It's, not, it's only one guy. It's only and, like two games. And I don't think he's any good. Where? What's his PFF grade? Do we have that? Who, Jacob Phillips? Yeah. Give me one sec. I mean, come on. I'm trying to find him, but he's not even listed under the linebackers. If, Maybe you get enough. The guy, I, he probably I, didn't have enough snaps. And how much has he played? He played a lot last year. Well, uh, Jacob Phillips' grade last year, not good. I mean, he sucks. 
Uh, do you want to hear these? <laughs> Come on. Uh, 36.7 overall. Hell, that's 30, above average. If you compare that to our defensive line last year, that's 33. above average. 33.5 against the run. Oh, my God. 46.5 in coverage. Was he the last rated linebacker? Uh, give me one sec. I can no, I bet he was. 36? I bet there were. God, look at our, our, our def- remember our defensive tackles. I, I think 40s. the highest one was like in the 40s. 40s. 36 is horrendous. Terrible. Yeah. Awful. He sucks. Who well, cares? Well, I think my, I, I think we're kind of getting off track on the argument. I'm not concerned that, that he's hurt. I mean, it, did, does it hurt us? Yeah, a little bit. I think the bigger issue here was how they have devalued the position to the point where Last year, we had four guys in that group that ended the year on injured reserve, but we did nothing to improve that entire room in the offseason, either through free agency or draft. There's two tools to get better, not just draft. To me, it's, it's literally like, yeah, it's linebacker, man. I'm not, not at all worried. We got some I, corners. I, we got some defensive linemen. I don't, I don't think they feel that way. I certainly don't think I Schwartz not, feels that way. But, but. That, that's what... Um, fr- from the outside looking in yeah. and what little they did to address last that, that group last year. Now, granted, yeah. the defensive line was a far bigger issue. And they addressed and it. way more time. important. Yeah. But they put 100 eggs in that basket and zero in the linebacker basket. It, it would be, and it, I would like to see them do like most great teams when they build. You parse it out here. You parse it out here. You got a little bit of resource here. You got a little bit of resource everybody's here. Everybody's got one. And the linebacker room spot. is just a bunch of guys. So, to me, it's almost well, they, like you guys yeah. understand baseball. It's like you saying that we got three guys coming off Tommy John surgery, and you're saying, well, they need to get some guys to bolster that that rotation, and they do nothing. And they're like, well, no, some of them, they'll come back well. All like, I'm no. saying is that this is fine if you're – if you're worried about linebacker, I get it. Yeah. I just don't understand why we'd be any more worked up today because of Jacob Phillips. Because to me, he's no yeah. better than anybody I mean, else on the street. To me, it he, just gives he, me he another... the worst linebacker in the league last year? So he didn't play enough snaps to qualify. That's why you can't find it. Right. If you put his grade in the grand scheme of linebackers, he would have finished 78th out of 82. I mean, come on. Okay. So what's Bottom the, of the barrels. Yeah, I mean, he, that, that that to me is a problem. And, and now we like, got, and that now, you were counting on him in the first place. But I don't think they, I don't know that they I were. I agree with that. On the flip side... I really did like what I saw from JOK, though. I did, too. There were yeah, a couple plays too. where he blew it up in the backfield, and for the first time since at least I was as dialed into the Browns as I am now, he was playing aggressive, and it didn't look like he was thinking. He was just playing. Yeah, well, maybe maybe that's what Jim Schwartz is trying to wash out of him. Forget, you know, just, just react. Just be a guy that sees the ball, follows the play. That's what linebackers are supposed to do. Yeah, you have assignments, but get to the ball carrier. That's, yeah. that's your real, that's your mission statement. I think when I said earlier, I think there's going to be guys that were just guys that emerge as really big pieces to this defense, he's the number one guy in my mind. I, I, I think he's got a lot more talent than what we've seen, and I think Jim Schwartz is going to tap into it. I think what he's counting on, and this is where you transition from the linebacker position, I heard them talking about it. Jim Schwartz's defense is going to all be about, all about if we can stop you on first down and get you in passing situations. We're gonna. You might be able to screen us to death. You might be able to run the draw on us a couple times. But we're counting on that. We're gonna bring so much pressure with the guys we have up front that you're not gonna be able to run that effectively the entire game. And if we don't have the linebackers, we may see them doing things like saying, "Okay, well, if we don't have the linebackers out there to cover the guys, give me another safety out there." If I can, if I can put a Ronnie Hickman somewhere out there, right? Who who is a guy who's made some plays? If I can make Grant Delpit play in a box a lot more, 
um, a guy that can roam and tackle the football. Now we may get creative what we do at linebacker because now we have you in, in, in down in distance in where in which you got to throw the ball. So we want to get more of our pass guys out there. We want to get more guys that can cover the pass out there. Ronnie Hickman is a guy that I, I could uh, foresee playing a deep safety role. And now you get Grant Delpit coming up, playing more of the run, some of the underneath stuff, covering tight ends and, and linebacker, or excuse me, running backs. So you may only have one linebacker in nickel packages, right? You may not. Right. You may only see maybe a, a, a Taki Taki or Anthony Walker, and the other backers is JOK. And then now you can bring down some of the other guys to be force players. So that may be one of his strategies, and maybe why they're not targeting linebackers as much. By, and by the way, Phillips has only played 20 games out of a 50 possible games in his three years on the team. It's always That's hard. Somebody, yeah, the guy is a nothing to me. So, I, yes, I agree with it you guys. Body and I'm concerned about linebacker being their weakness. We'll see. Yeah. Steve claim, Steve Becker claims the Eagles never had any good linebackers with, with Jim Schwartz. That they never had any standout linebackers. Is that true? That's what he claims. I mean, maybe standout. He's an I Eagles mean, fan. Obviously, he, his bread has been buttered by his defensive right. linemen. That he just had guys that could tackle. We'll see if these guys can well, tackle. I don't know. Okay, that's kind of important. I mean, Anthony Walker. Because last year, we didn't have guys that could tackle. Right, because guys got hurt. And, and Atlanta you know. ripped off what? 10 straight plays of over 12, 12 yards, 12 straight 12. plays. I'll never forget it, the number 12 because it's unbelievable. And, 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 that, and that's the, still ringing in my and head the thing too. Of, and the thing about tackling is the reason why guys get these pec injuries and because they're not, they don't practice tackling. So you can't tackle in two days. You can't tackle in practice, period. They don't hit each other. So now I'm counting on, on, <laughs> on a guy off the street coming off the couch that's what you're going to have now. I mean, you tackle. had Phillips before. Now your next guy is going to be a guy off the street. Yeah, but that to guy, tackle a world-class athlete. I don't even know if Phillips was going to make the team. Do we know for sure he was going to make the team? Yes. I think he was. Yeah, I think he was. Why? Because I'm with, I'm with first, of all, first of all, the lack of competition at that position. But why? I mean, JOK, everybody's excited about him again. I don't know that I am, but talkie, everybody's talkie, excited. Talky Talky, JOK. Talky Talky played They're, very well late in the season. They have, uh, what's his name? They're starting. These uh, guys aren't even practicing, bull. No, they are now. But but they're not practicing, practicing where they're getting, going up well, people. No, that's true. But Why they're out there, finally. Uh, plus, you got Kanasik, who's done a nice job when they've given him an opportunity. I don't think you need Jacob Phillips. I'm not sure he was definitely going to make the team. I would have been surprised if um, he was cut. I mean, he's not going to make Why? it now. He's not on the roster now. So... At the end of the day, they're gonna they're gonna be in the line. They're in the market for a linebacker. Look, listen, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what. I don't at, know. I at, see. At, listen, when you watch, you t you go out there and you tell me. You tell me that the San Francisco 49ers devalue devalue linebackers. They got they played it. I just and I, they are the number one. That's the that's crazy to me. Terrible teams say that they're going to devalue stuff. I'm going to devalue it. Why? Because you thought well, the Browns true. don't say that. You guys are saying no. no yeah. All their all their what they've done though that they, they're they've clearly devalued that. They've clearly been devaluing. I don't think the they have done linebacker that position for. Six years, at I, least. I don't agree with that. Now, they, drafted they drafted a number guys, of high yeah. players. Well, you got to have somebody in well, there. Well, then why would you say? But so what's the proof that they devalue what, what, what is a high player? JOK was a second round pick. Yeah, okay, that's one, you, one linebacker. They drafted who? The same. They took Taki Taki in the Mac fifth Wilson, round. Mac but Wilson that was year a they drafted Mac Wilson higher. Mac Wilson. How high are you going to draft a linebacker? Linebackers don't get drafted in the first round. If they're great, they can. Hence, how if they're, if how they're many great. linebackers have been drafted in the first round? Hence, of if they're great, years? they can. Hence the word devalue. I'm telling you, they devalue. You keep telling that's me that's not the like Browns, G. That's hell. every team. I get that, but not every I, team. So yes, and, every team. And what I'm telling you is, some teams have really good linebackers. Every team don't do it. 
especially the teams that's number one in, in, in terms of what the they're Browns doing. don't have bad linebackers because they've devalued it. They have bad linebackers because they've gotten the wrong guys. But, Bull, if it was a valued position and you ended the season with four of your guys in that position group yeah. on injured reserve. With the worst run If you defense. valued that position, it doesn't matter that you've drafted them in the past. Yeah. It's they today. haven't panned out. So guys get so hurt. They, you just want them to give up on somebody them. somebody that can put a body that is a talent Again, that you can put in that group. I, I think we've, we've, we're going in circles now at this point because we've – I get it. We all agree that the linebacker group is not that strong. I just think I mean, you make got, it. Make what, it they a, have eight draft picks, but make you it can't a, spend one of them on a linebacker. Make it a thing of it. Uh, uh, first of all, they didn't have anything higher than the third round. Uh, was that last year? No, that was last year. They didn't have anything. Higher. Yeah, I don't think this year they had anything. Who, well, they who did. Was, they traded no, it for they, Elijah they, Moore. Yeah, they did. They, and, so like they haven't had that many high but picks. But they've period. had a lot of. They've had. They had draft picks. So if they third, had drafted, fourth, a, fifth, if they had drafted a linebacker in the fourth round, you'd be much more excited right now. I feel a little Come bit on. better. Yeah, I would. I feel a little bit better. But why? They None of them drafted have been any good anyway. Because if 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 that group is decimated yeah. by injury again, like it was last year, yeah. I don't care how good your defensive line is. I don't care how good your defensive secondary is. You're weak in the middle, and teams are going to pick on that. So you're so so a fourth round linebacker, some random schmo who you have no idea of any good, Depends is going to make you feel better about an injured linebacker. If he can play, yes. But we and don't know odds, that he can play. The odds of him being able to play are better than an undrafted guy off the street. That's, That's where we're going. That's where we're no, going. No, the, the, the guys on the street are not undrafted. There are other guys who were fourth round picks who have been cut. Maybe they're thirty six. Maybe they're thirty two. And they've been cut. Why have they been I, cut? I will say I like Diabate. He's a guy that used to play for Florida. He, he went to Utah. I like him a little bit. He was a defensive end, kind of hybrid guy, 43. He's playing, you know, they're, they're really high on him. He's fast. He can move. He can have to quarterback. We'll see what he does. But that's just a guy on the roster yeah. you look, can look at. I think they're, they'll be okay. Uh, Jacob Phillips is not an NFL player. It doesn't matter that he got hurt to me. It doesn't matter who they replace him with. They're not going to panic about it because he's not a player. We'll he's, see. He's been, I wouldn't expect they'd be panicking. He's they're done not, nothing. He's done not, zero in his NFL career. through the Rolodex today. But I, I think that time will tell. Jim Schwartz, it's a different defensive coordinator, and that could change everything. Already, in a very small sample size, JOK to me, looked like he's been reprogrammed. I don't know how you do that so fast, but he just played differently. And if JOK and Walker and Taki Taki and whoever are, are don't get hurt, then you're fine. Yeah. They'll be fine. We did say last Especially year, even, though, even though the defense, we knew the defensive line and the wide receiver yeah. room was bad. But, you know, most of us thought, even though we knew we weren't going to have Deshaun Watson, most of us thought, well, you know what? They, they, they could be competitive. You know, they could still do it. But their defensive line was a disaster, an absolute disaster. Yeah. You know, your second number two sack guy had three sacks. Three. Yeah. Well, they've gotten much better talent. Now they got to prove it on the field. Yeah, and hopefully they improve that group so much that the spotlight on the weak linebackers yeah. won't be as bright. I just because again, in, in, in the Atlanta game, when everybody was blowing by the first wave of our defense, yeah. it was a unmitigated dumpster fire that the second tier couldn't tackle. Anymore. They weren't any good. The bottom line is they were hurt. They weren't talented. If Taki Taki played well until he got hurt last year, we saw the best football he's I ever thought he played. Did too. Anthony Walker. Yeah, he's injury prone. You want to being being critical of them for not adding other like just bringing back the same guys who've been injury prone is fair. I just think that Jordan Elliott. I mean, I just I just don't care. Jacob Phillips. Jacob oh. Phillips. Not Jordan. I don't care Real about quick. Jordan Elliott either. He sucks too. <laughs> Real quick, we just asked the YouTube chat what they thought. Who's right in this one? We had over two hundred votes. J and G 
56% on your side, Bull, on the other it side is of this one here. Good teams. Like, I'll be honest, folks. If it, 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 Now, the Bengals haven't been a traditionally good team. If the Bengals lost a player like this, I wouldn't even give a shit. I couldn't care less. Good teams with good quarterbacks that know how to win, those injuries don't matter because they're, that's just part of the game. It's what you expect, that guys get hurt. You can't be panicking about every Tom, Dick, and Harry fourth linebacker, fifth defensive lineman that gets hurt. No, I don't, you don't want it. That's to not why I'm panicking. Just to be clear, and I, yeah. I've said this, but I'll repeat it. I'm only panicking because I didn't like this group before he got hurt. To start That's with, fine. I like them even less now, but I didn't like them before he got hurt. I don't like them. I, I, I my likeness for their linebacker has not changed because of this injury. The, the, the guy was the, essentially the worst linebacker in the league last year. Um, the, I, I, I always, I always, you know, tell people, yeah, you can say, you know, that that position, whatever the case may be, but. That's all fun and games until people start running the football. And, and guess what? Jim Schwartz's defense doesn't work if a team is always in third and two, second and four. That don't work that way because now they can run either run or pass. So to get to what they want to do with the defensive line, the number one predicate is stopping the run. And to stop the run, you need linebackers getting downhill, shedding blocks, and making right. tackles in a, in, in within a certain Agreed. That's, and Jacobs that's, that's get, Phillips getting hurt doesn't factor in to me. That wasn't any good. Speaking of positions that overall throughout the NFL seem to be devalued is, is running back. And although we value Nick Chubb here on this show more than maybe any other program in the world, the Browns did bring in another running back in jo- Jordan Wilkins this weekend to kind of give Chubb a little bit of a at least camp rest with Jerome Ford nursing an injury. Guys, when you look at the signing, what are your thoughts on signing Jordan Wilkins? And is there any chance he ends up making the 53-man roster? By, by the way, Mike, done? embarrassing by you. That in your rundown, you write, love this move, like this move, or don't care. Like, I do that for every move. Hold up. In love fairness, it. It's Jordan I send that Wilkins. out for all of it. Yeah, Jordan. Who's going to love that move? I mean, it's a nothing move. Um, he's played in the league. I, mean, I don't know if he's any good. Played for the Colts, right? I, I, I look at it like this. Um, I wouldn't play Nick Chubb during the regular season. Um during the preseason. Excuse me, during the preseason. Yeah, if he was, you're not going to play him in the regular he, season, he, I got a problem he, with No, that. He, he's not going to see no touches. Like, <laughs> And so my thing is, um, I, I don't like hamstring injuries with second-round backs or, or, or any backs. Hamstring injuries linger on. And now you, it's, it's a revolving cycle because because you have a hamstring injury, you're not in, in shape. Right, and then when you get out there, then drilling is rushing. You're more likely to re-injure, and, and you're going to re-injure it. So that's why hamstrings are very tricky. Um, and then you know, I, I think we've seen, you know, what's behind him. Kelly, okay. Um, you know, Dimitri Felton, okay. Um, you know, I got a problem with the move. Uh, it's just a simple fact that it's going to be a, a heavy dose of Nick Chubb early on in the season, which I don't even have a problem with, um, because it's all hands on deck. If they got to give. Nick Chubb, some carries. It's okay. He works I hope out. it's heavy dose of Nick Chubb. I, yeah. I want heavy Thank dose you. of Nick Chubb. Uh, yeah. If Wilkins, Nick Chubb gets a lot of carries, we're winning football games, that's by it. the way. Well, that means they're salting games away late. With Which him means we're winning games, yeah. right. Like, yeah. I mean, if he's got 14 carries, it means we were throwing the ball in the second half because we were down. Right, right, right. If Most he's got likely, 25 yeah. carries, it means we're trying to keep the sticks moving and run the clock and win the game. That's right. That's it. So, Wilkins has done a nice job when he's in limited action in Indianapolis. He's a perfectly fine... If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Pick up. I haven't seen him play that much. He's av- I was just looking to see what he averaged per carry. What is his per I'd say four. It's almost five. Oh, really? Four point yeah, nine. He, he's, oh, had over, he's had about 200 carries in his NFL career. I mean, that's pretty good well, guys so, five is holy grail yeah i mean area i was actually thinking a guy who could be a good fit in a very limited role for the browns who's out there i was looking at some running backs out there is rex burkhead but he's, he's a old, really man. he's got a lot of miles on he's his a tires. really good pass catching back yes he, he does it and all the browns could use like but a God, guy like what is that. he 32 i don't know what he is at this point rex, i think wilkins I, could play that kind of role i, I i'm trying to i don't know how many yeah. uh i always liked rex more than anybody else in the league did actually i always thought He's you know, 33. What, what, yeah, that's old for a running back. That's ancient. Yeah. Um, but I always thought that he did everything well when he got a chance to do it. He just didn't get enough opportunity to do it. Wilkins has actually caught 41 passes on 52 targets. Oh, wow. 28, I think. How, wait. 29. He's 29. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Wilkins is 29, but he's fresh. I mean, he's never. He hasn't a, played a lot. Opposed to Burke. He is a pass a catcher, though. Game. He can right. play that pass catching role. I mean, he's. Right. If you look at his career, he has. You know, 200 rushing attempts, but in the 52 targets. Is Kareem Hunt still unsigned? Yes. Yeah, which is a little suspicious okay, because so let he me went to New this. Orleans and I know Indianapolis. And, 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 and doesn't have a contract yet. Yeah. Uh, I know that, you know, I, Channel 3 upstairs wrote a piece last week about maybe the ship hasn't sailed on Jadavion Clowney, and I laughed. I no. said, no, that he ship actually, is I sunk. saw his name connected That's, to somebody Yeah, today. to a couple teams. Yeah, yeah. But it, he's not going to play here. No. But – I don't think I can say the same thing for Kareem Hunt. I, th- I think we've been hearing stuff lately that Kareem wasn't yeah, happy, and he. he the, the I think it's quite, time for him to move on. He, so you don't think there's a chance no, that he comes back so. at all? No, no. I don't. I think he's done. I think he was he was a little upset that, and his role here and now, you talk about the role is going to be even more diminished because if Nick, if Nick Chubb got to take a couple carries off, sure. What you're going to do with the second team running? Right. Back? So I don't think so. I don't, you know, somebody, you know, I reached out to some people and they said, you know, he was, he's kind of disgruntled um, throughout the year and the Browns did a good job. Just, you know, don't rock the boat. You know what I mean? Well, and he was quiet, unlike was, Jadavion. Yes. Which is why if I had, be, if he I had play bet on well. one of the two coming back, it would be Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt didn't play well. He didn't play well. He didn't stand out, no. but I still think, I, you know, I'm, I'm a big Kareem think, Hunt guy. I think wherever Kareem Hunt goes, I think he, you're going to see he's, his, He's going to have more production next year than he had last year. He's not going to start anywhere. I could be wrong, but write that down. He's not going to start. You know, I still think there's places he could start. I think Jay's the last one on the Cream Hunt bandwagon. I might be. Where could he start? Oh, I know. Earl's on it, too. Earl's on it, too. Earl, you on it? Name a place he could possibly start. Who's Tampa Bay starter? The kid they drafted last year. Yeah. Rashad White, pronounced his name is. He's de facto already been named the starter, though. He's got the job. I think so. Well, I would assume that that if we we talk about Dalvin Cook, he, like if you say if Dalvin Cook is available and, and and Kareem Hunt's available, Dalvin Cook would be the starter. Yeah, Dalvin. Cook. No question. Yeah, Way yeah no, no, no question. So he's about competing that. against. I would argue, even though I'm not a huge fan at this point, I would argue Zeke Elliott's better than Kareem. I got Hunt. a question. No, I, I I disagree with that. I I just think that Zeke's got less what about than Buffalo? Tank. 
Buffalo, why not? Buffalo signed Damian yeah. Harris this offseason, though. And they got yeah, James, but Green, but James Cook yeah. played well for them down the stretch. I mean, I you know what? These teams t- haven't been interested. I know it's been, it's. I mean, it's the running back position in general. R- Buffalo's leading rusher is Josh Allen, really. I mean, he, he is. You know, but yeah, guess what? That's going to get you a one-way ticket Kareem to being Hunt's irrelevant not, because he's going to get hurt. If Kareem keeps, Hunt is not going to have any better of a role anywhere else than he would here. Well, I, I, I could be wrong, but I, I do think he's going to have more production next year than he had last year. He doesn't year. even have a and, team. No, I know. But, I you mean, know? he's got to play. You do you do agree that he's going to play. I guess, but, like, so far it's been weird. I, think, I, think I heard Minnesota funny. this week. Here's how I describe the running yeah. backs. It's a game of musical chairs, and the music just hasn't stopped. You know, everybody's yeah. walking around, and there's certain chairs, and but – Nobody's taking the needle off the record. It's just they, they just keep walking around and walking around. I hear now, you. when you get to week three of the preseason, where there's two weeks to go before the regular season, someone's going to stop. And once I think that first player signs, I think you're going to see the other big names go. Yeah, I, I mean, the Dolphins, to me, are a situation. They don't have one. They have, like, three backs that they are okay, but they don't have I one I can see him being guy. effective in Miami. But, like, Kareem Hunt's not going anywhere and getting 15 carries a game. That's just not happening. Unless uh, guys get hurt. Touches. With Kareem, I, I would 15? say I would say you would look at his touches, but he won't because get... he can catch passes. I just think that right, but I don't think he's getting 15 a game anywhere. No, otherwise he'd be know. somewhere. At I don't this know. Point. We'll, we'll find out because I'd I do be think stunned. these guys are. Did I see Taylor's going to be back with the Colts this week? He's back in practice today. That's. Yeah. I mean, where we were two weeks ago, I never would have thought that we were going to be this quickly. Yeah. have him back. In I camp. just think teams got their running back. So uh, Dalvin Cook is obviously still excellent, so he's going to take over somewhere. But Kareem Hunt was subpar last year, I, I, and he's not young. I think there's a – I think well, there's – How it's, old is he, 28? 20. Kareem Hunt? Yeah. Uh, I think he's 28. I, I just think a 28-year-old running 28 back coming off, old, a, yes. coming well, off I mean, a subpar year is unlikely to become really good again. Rex Burkhardt, though, who was but, 33. But I'm only looking for Rex Burkhardt, Burkhead to, to have, like, four touches a game. You're talking about him having 15 touches a game. God, four touches a game. What's the point? I mean, well, is Jordan Wilkins going to have more than four touches a game? I don't think no, so. I don't I'm, even know that, you I'm know. A, I'm going to tell you this. Like, people may say they don't see it. I, I think there's a formula where people, you have now punted and pushed all their chips in on the quarterback being everything. I, I feel like if you, you may not be able to win a championship with a with a uh, great or, or star running back and just a, a great defense, but I believe that you can definitely beat all-time quarterback if you got a top five quarterback the best running back and one of the top five defenses I think you can win the game like that because here's the thing it's just hard to get all three it's hard to get all three right and that if you get all three of them and I look at the Browns that's why I'm so tough on a linebacker position because I think the Browns can win a different way if Deshaun Watson is a top five quarterback Nick Chubb is still Nick Chubb and they got a top five defense you, you're Hell, going, if all that comes true, you, you, you're gonna, going deep into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you can because you can punish a team. Yeah, that's that's predicated I think, on passing. I ball. think at this point, uh, it was going to take us down a whole road. I think the odds of Deshaun being top five this year are probably slim, but yeah. certainly top ten. That's a big ask. Yeah, that's a huge ask when you look at the other quarterbacks right. that are in the league. But top ten, I mean, that would be the goal to me. If we get him to 10. top ten this yeah. year, yeah. Then maybe you can start thinking about him. Who's a fridge fry? Well, you you well you got three. You got Burrow, Allen, and, and Mahomes. That's three right here. Right? And Herbert. So you you Herbert. want to throw Herbert in there? That's and four. And you got to put uh, you got to put Tua. It, 
not, not, if he's healthy, healthy to him. That's a big. Well, that, I don't think he's top five. That's but. a big question. No, but we're talking about fringe guys top ten. Based on last year, Hurts. Now Hurts has got to do it no, again. Hurts no. is in the top five yeah. for me. So, so if you say can, can Watson catch Hurts, Tua, and, and, and Lawrence, sure he can. Yeah, but that uh, wouldn't get him really yeah. into the top. Well, that, five. I, I that would put that would Maybe slightly put him that, that would put him slightly he, at could five. He, could he end up as the fifth best quarterback? Yeah, I, I think so. And if you got he that could, in the best running back, anything's possible. But you, you, they don't need him to be the fifth best quarterback. No, I want him. Top if he's 10. the eighth best quarterback, yeah. that's great. They're going to the playoffs. That's great. If it doesn't really eight, matter if he's five, playoffs. six, seven, or eight. Deshaun, don't forget what they talk about. I need yeah. forty. I told you forty-eight hundred. Stop listening to them. They no. I told you you yeah, need 4,800. And 40, what I have, 45 touchdowns? What I have? 40? Well, then he's going to be top five with 45 touchdowns. 45 touchdowns. That's insane, oh, but. God. 45. 45. I believe in you, G. 45 touchdowns. 45. Yeah, 45. So 45. 300 yards and three touchdowns a game. No, he need to have, a, he, I need to see five touchdowns, like a five touchdown. 300, 300 yards a game would be 5,100 yards. Yes, and, yeah. and it's so, for 17 games, that would be so, 51 touchdowns. So, 285. Three a game. Yeah. So, yeah. I want 285 and 2.7 2. touchdowns a game. I mean, that's a lot. Patrick Mahomes, he didn't even do that last year. He did the no. yards, but not yeah, the he had 50, I mean, he's done he that had before. He had 5,200 yards and 41 touchdowns last year. For Mahomes. Mahomes, correct. Yeah, yeah 41. Yeah, yeah. It's seven shy of where you want Watson this year. 40, yeah, 40, yeah, 45. Drink that for a while. Let's put the Kool-Aid down. Let's just, you know. Chad, is it Kool-Aid or is it water? You already know this is unopened. By the way, who's the (laughs) last? It's funny that your water's unopened. (laughs) Who's the last team to go to the, forget win the Super Bowl, go to the Super Bowl with an elite running back? Yeah, we know we talked about this a number of times. Can't remember the last time a team yeah. won the Super Bowl with I an elite running back. I can't tell. I can't. Once upon a time, that was the blueprint, though. I right. can't tell. I can't. I, I don't know the last time your team won a Super Bowl with a great quarterback and a great running back. A.G. Bush, real quick. Because they're competing. They're taking the stats. Rams. It's, it's, it's the Rams. Greatest show on turf. It's the Rams. Kurt Warner and Marshall yeah. Falk. That's Marshall the last Falk time. Marshall Falk was a great running Brady back. Brady never had an elite back. That was a, no. No. Great, that G, was, in the last oh, decade... Last 10 seasons, how many times has a quarterback thrown for 45 or more touchdowns? Three. I'd say two. G? Six. Both spot on. Three times. Yeah, it doesn't happen very well, Until well, this year, when Deshaun Watson does it again. Mahomes did it once, right? Why, you, you got him for 48 this year? No, I'm just backing up to what G says. Oh. And? Brady did not in the last 10 years. Brady did it when he had Randy Moss, but that wasn't 10 years ago. Mahomes, Peyton three. Manning, 10 years ago. Peyton, Peyton Manning. Manning. Mm. So that was 10, 55 that was 10 touchdowns. Mm. He threw her 5,500 yards, 55 touchdowns his first year at Denver. That's crazy. Absurd. Wish. Hey, guys, we did two hours of full football. We got all our topics in. Kudos to you guys. And we did it with tech issues. Got it over. Yeah, we got true. overtime. Over viewer questions for Friday. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.